0: i don't care if i'm a techno cop like i don't know there's just something weird about i'm just driving and i'm just going and i'm exploding the criminals every time they <laughs> come to
1: the Imperial Schools of Honor podcast. I'm Josh Follin. And I am Jay Baxter. And we are going to be bullshitting about the form of years of console gaming as we revisit the periodicals that covered it again. We are trading high sea juice boxes for squeezes in the lunchroom as we take in a copy of Sega Visions issue 2 that Billy borrowed from the library this morning. Link to the issue is in the show notes. As always, please rate and review the podcast. We have a new review I would like to read. It is on Apple Podcasts from Gorilla Acro. Aqu- Gorilla Acropolis. Okay, okay. I knew, okay, I knew I was going to fuck that up the first time. <laughs> the title is Two Dudes with a Lot of Tude. One of the best retro video game podcasts out there. Josh and Jay blend, have great chemistry, and an excellent sense of humor. Perfect for elder millennials like me who grew up in the 80s and 90s and anyone with an interest in gaming. So... You post it, we'll read it here, just like that. Give us validation and self worth, or ridicule us as long as it's also funny. Thank you. What? Yeah. What are we jamming on now, Jay? What are you jamming on now? It looks like fucking chaos behind you, man. Dude, what is that? A high <laughs> five
0: rush, man. Come on. Have you not got swept up in the hype yet? You've not heard. You're not. You're not in the this, tree. The trust. You're it's not. not in it's it? not, it's uh, not
1: an Oculus. It's not an Oculus. So I wouldn't know. About oh, that. Josh.
0: Okay, let me educate you. So, uh, recently, a couple weeks ago. Um, at any rate, a couple weeks ago, very, very recently, Microsoft held like a developer direct where, you know, they had just just a showcase of like a few of our developers who were just putting out some games. And one of them was Hi-Fi Rush. And most of them were just like, hey, we're having this game. It's coming out, showing you the trailer, like some cinematics talking about it, letting you know when it's going to drop, including this game. But then it was like, hey, this game is available in a couple hours on Game Pass. So I was like, oh, OK and it looked really cool and people like were pretty interested in it what's and the developer it's uh it's a tank it's a Bethesda Bethesda Softworks dude and uh it's so good it's a rhythm combat game and it is just phenomenal it is like one of the top games on Game Pass right now it blew up and i and i'm not just hyping it up to hype it up like i played it and i continue to play it. it's so good it's it's kind of hard to explain without seeing it, but it's it's a combat game, like you're fighting, but it's based on rhythm as well, and it's done in such a really well-done way. The art is really interesting and unique. You can kind of see behind me. I definitely encourage you to go check it out, but it's just, like, it's the, the animation's really well done. The story's really well done. The characters are funny. They have personality. Like, all the... All the thing, It's fun. Like, it's a fun game to play. Like, all the elements the, you want in a game are just
1: there. A, the robots remind me of something that I cannot put out fucking <laughs> finger on what it is. It's like a... I don't know. Some kind like of... Like a Japanese
0: movie. anime, like, enemy nah, kind of robot?
1: Nah, I mean, that would I don't watch anime, so that can't be oh, it. It's, okay. it's like a movie or something. I can't think of what the fuck it is. But uh, any, anyhow.
0: Dude, you, you have to check it out. You have... Like, I, I heard people kind of talk about it because the, the wreck happened when I was, like, driving... And like on a call or something so i kind of missed this part of it i just kind of heard the hype and said okay you know i'll have to check it out and yeah it's it's really good it's it's one of those games like the kids can be completely doing their own thing in the other room but they hear me playing it and they like rush and come in and like have to sit down and watch like it's it's that type of game so i yeah can't say enough about it can't say enough about it okay okay um yeah i don't want to spoil the story or even talk about it either further just check it out <laughs> go check it out second game i've been playing Age of Empires 2, man, it is on console now.
1: Are they only on two? They oh. haven't. There hasn't been another one since. Oh, now. there like, is. There's, Age of Empires, there's three is and
0: four. Yeah, three and four okay. dropped as well on on PC as well. Um, but yeah, two is now on console on the Xbox, and they have a lot of shortcuts and things you can do now that you couldn't do on the PC back in the day, and it's just it's it makes it a smoother, better experience. It's it's so good that in my Elder Scrolls Online like Discord chat everybody's talking about Age of Empires 2 and like how everybody's been like staying up late playing it with their spouses way too long and it is like yeah.
1: you know yeah. what that shows Jay I think what? that only old people play Elder Scrolls play yes. so <laughs> 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 hey
0: um, I, I got no comebacks to that <laughs> but it's a solid game is all I'm saying like it, it's funny when that kind of game starts taking over other areas of chats that are usually specific to another kind of game
1: you know and then yep. I'd be surprised. Well, I don't know Who knows what Jabs doing with Xbox these days. I think he said his broke. And he has, I'm sure he hasn't got a new one. So, um, but he was all over that years ago. I've oh, talked man. about that before.
0: It's worth it. Yeah. I can't wait. Can't wait for the other ones. Like they have to be working on the the next ones to come out on console too. So
1: cannot wait for that. Well, didn't I uh, thought it already did, didn't it? Or no, that was only the new one. No, this came is the first on. one.
0: Yeah. The new one only came out on PC.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. Word. I'm surprised Uh, games even bother to do that. I mean, I guess Civ does that, so that shouldn't be surprising. But, I mean, it's eventually worked on to most of the – I know it's on fucking Switch, I believe. But it took a while, I guess. But I'm just – I'm surprised that, like, a major AAA game would even think about not having that – having a new game hit all the platforms at once. You know, it just kind of blows my mind.
0: Yeah, I – you have to think that kind of thing is kind of being phased out. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know though, but there's so many, there's so many games that come to PC first though, just because I think of the ease of doing it. You know what I mean? You can't just, if you want to make a game and you're an indie developer, you can, you have the tools, you can just go do it and, you know, put it out on steam without having to, you know, negotiate with big, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, sure, kind of get their seal of quality, you know, kind of all that kind of stuff. And I, I don't really know what that's like, so <laughs> <laughs> I just know it's easier. You can just drop stuff on Steam. Yeah, yeah which it's probably easier. it
1: probably has nothing to do with technology. But again, but I'm talking yeah. again. I'm say, I'm saying AAA developers too, though. Like, that's know, true. I, that obviously takes anything like that out of it. It's just a matter. It, it, it I'm, I'm sure there's a a technological ease, and and those games. You know, I mean, it makes sense to me from a practical. Like, I wouldn't want yeah. to play Civ on a console under any circumstance. Uh, just not gonna do it because it miles that's
0: scale. only some of the yeah
1: yeah exactly you know, so it doesn't bother me at all that they don't do it I'm just surprised that they don't <laughs> <But> <laughs>
0: I think that's why this is so impressive to me like age being on a console now because
1: of the way yes the real the real time the, you know I haven't played I don't like I mentioned in the chat last night like real time strategy equals trust to me I don't think I'm not something I'm, oh, just, I'm seeking dude, out I but I used to you know I was I there was a phase in my life I mean Warcraft Warcraft 2 I fucking love those and the thing about those, the 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 most stressful part of those games is highlighting a group of fucking soldiers and getting to do it what you want and the, and the amount of time you want them to do it. I can't imagine having to. I don't know what the. I'm sure they have a workaround. Dude, that's. That but that's what I'm but, saying.
0: Like that specific scenario is so much smoother on the on the right? console now. Yeah, like be- the, the shortcuts on the console. It makes like the quality of life improvements. That's like those type of things specifically are like, oh, my gosh, like my wife just sitting there making those comments like this is so much easier because, of course, it wants you to go through a quick tutorial like here's how to, here's how to play this on the console. And once you get it, it's like, oh, yes, like it's so much does, smoother. Of, does of does experience it to does it groups d- to
1: do does it does it dumbify and... it or does it make it easier? Does it like no. just do it for you? No, it mm-hmm. it, it makes it easier. You can okay. you,
0: it's so much smoother and quicker like with your buttons to like get groups to do things and like it's yeah i don't want to get too technical but it's it's better trust okay. me <laughs> if you ever had those specific issues with like a sieve like and you were at all a fan of age of empires Go play it. On well, since that's
1: it's turn based, so it's not a problem on there. But yeah, Warcraft, oh, okay. yeah, Warcraft and Warcraft two. Like and I mean, you just remember it so vividly. The the most you could highlight at one time because those games were so fucking old was mm-hmm. nine dudes at once. So you're like, if you oh, really to no. t- if you if you have an army ready to roll and you really want to go dump on someone, it was like a fucking scramble to get them to like. I think actually too I think too you could you could do you could highlight more but I, I maybe it was the first one that was only nine at a time but it was such a thing to like yeah. really coordinate large groups of soldiers and have them do exactly what you wanted oh man in in a concert together you know yeah. it was such a fucking difficult thing oh man but
0: this yeah. one you can hold down a button and just like select a wide area of people who might be like right together you can like just double tap the one soldier and just get all of just that type you can like press press, i think left left stick or something and just highlight all of your military you know what i mean there's so there's like multiple different options of like different layers and groups you can kind of highlight and just like go attack or go go to this area type of thing and it it allows for so much variability and probably going to play some after we finish recording again (laughs) (laughs)
1: word
0: i I know i i think zion and are actually playing some right now (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's crazy to that uh, yeah. make make games like that accessible too uh, oh yeah and it, it's kids, fantastic kids these days
0: <laughs> so uh yeah, just that and uh lots of e s o lots of uh testing out new builds to help buff group content for in game raids, so that's kind of fun, just continuing to just optimize and kind of say like what is that you know secondary buff set that if we had that in our raid team that would kind of just push damage just over the top so we could do like an in game trifecta so that that's been fun as well. Um. Yeah. What about you, brother? What you been playing, sir? What is, What is this uh, God <laughs> game behind you? Like, yes,
1: yeah uh, That's. I'll, I'll get to that before we even. <laughs> I even talk about games, though. I want to quickly do a tangent on something I normally don't talk about. On, okay. About on here, but Last of Us on HBO. Are you watching it yet? No, not yet. Okay. So you know, bro. Like you know how much of a twat I am about, especially especially licensed IP. Yeah, like, what are you even talking about? Like, yeah, why yeah. Is this even so, talking? I mean, yeah. you know, I, and like, when I first heard about it, it's, it's funny. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, first of all, I love the game. I played the first game on PS3, I think it was, all the way through. It's an, just, you know, amazing story in video game form. I, like, absolutely loved it. I bought the remaster on PS4. I never really got into it. There was something, I can't remember what it was. There was something wonky about it that I could just, I, I was, Couldn't fucking get into playing the game. So I never really got anywhere even even after buying the remaster. But I mean, I bought a remaster, which I don't normally do. So especially just one generation later is especially crazy behavior, I think, for me buying a remaster. But in any event, love the game. But I was completely uninterested in this. Up front. Like, my expectation was, yes. It was this more licensed schlock bullshit from Hollywood. Gurgitating out because they can't even begin to come up with something that's good original idea. And, you know, this system has zero balls when it comes to supporting <laughs> not-yet-heralded filmmakers with good ideas who are outside of it. So, that's, you know, that's my stance on that. And I, in turn, was not interested in watching this, thinking it was just that. And I also thought, for some reason or another, that it was a Netflix show. And Netflix, sadly... Is now the whitewash network that takes zero chances and 99% of it is just, you know, everything coming out on it is dog shit. So, a new Netflix show, like, fucking die in a ditch. I'm not interested. So, you know, especially that's licensed. So, I was just like, no fucking way. Had I known it was HBO, I probably would have been a little less averse to it. You know, their quality output is the polar opposite of Netflix. Everything they do is fucking great. So, if I'd have known that, I probably would have at least been more open to it, but... You know, Amy mentioned it. She's like... It's funny when she... You know, she's constantly watching shit on her phone that I would, just, would never even touch with a 10-foot pole. She knows that. She doesn't even bring it up. Like, it's just not happening, right. you know? Uh, so, she mentioned, though... She's like, do you want to watch this? And I'm like, Last of Us? I'm like, no, fuck that. No, fuck Again, I didn't know it was HBO yet. I was just like, I don't fucking want to watch that. And then I saw Jim Cummings, who is one of my indie filmmaking fucking superheroes. He made... Uh, the Beta Test was his last one. He... The fuck, Thunder Road was a a big, he had a short that did Sundance and then got to make the feature as a result of that. That also did Sundance. Phenomenal, phenomenal film. I cannot recommend looking that film up enough. Uh, His new one's a little bit, Beta Test is a little uh, nichey. I think. It's not nearly as widely consumable. Um, In any event, great filmmaker, fucking love him. And I mentioned, he tweeted about it and he said it was just fucking incredible. And I was like, huh okay fine (laughs) and so yeah we watched it, dude and yes dude this it is i just can't believe how good it is how like how i can't believe they're walking the line of adhering to and respecting the original ip so closely and also just being like if it weren't if it didn't have shit to do with the last of us it would just be incredible anyways you know and like that has got to be so hard to do, you know. It's why most licensed stuff is shitty because they're they you know they're making fucking jokes and winking about fucking dumbass. This it's just you know, but none of that is in there, man. And it, it is just a perfectly done uh, adaption hmm. of something. Um, there are like three, three episodes in, four episodes in, maybe three, I think. And fuck HBO. The one thing I hate HBO—they fucking do the weekly. You know, they dump it out once a week thing. They're feeling like fucking it's 19 fucking 97 or something, you know. It's like, fucking just give me the whole thing. I don't need to fucking do this. (laughs) You know, I would already be done with it for sure. But, yeah, it's really good. I highly, highly recommend. And, you know, this is a video game podcast, so semi-topical, I think. But really fucking well done. And, yeah, cannot recommend it enough. So, 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 so good. That is funny. Did you you play the game?
0: I have the game. It came on my PlayStation 4, which I hardly ever, ever turned on. You know what I mean? I, I played it once and the kids were like around me. And of course they were like, Oh my gosh. I was like, all right, I can't yeah, play this no, road of kids. It, it is not and, child material now.
1: Yeah. It's and, and th- very, very, very serious subject matter.
0: Yeah. It's, it just, it's, it's honestly one of those like out of sight, out of mind things that I just forgot about. Cause I never have that system turned on. But now with it, I keep hearing about the show, which unfortunately we just canceled HBO. Cause we are like, what, what show are we watching on HBO right now? Um, so we just canceled it. But I keep hearing about this, the show, so now I'm thinking all right maybe I need to go back and actually play the game. You
1: know, it does so good, yeah. So so good. Yeah, I mean that's also why I like it. It, it takes something, you know, it's a fucking It's not calling it just a zombie thing is not at all. That's not doing it justice or being fair to it. I'm That's kind of why I'm
0: glad it's more than that cuz I was just kind of like it's zombies. What? It's just another yeah, no, zombie yeah. thing. But
1: like, yeah, they, even that aspect of it it's not it's a pandemic is what it is and it oh, has okay. it manifests itself in a way that is very zombie like I guess but that's not at all what's going on with it and yeah it's very much same reason I love world war z as a book it's like instead of focusing on just like idiots shooting zombies in the head like fucking walking dead or something and just surviving out in the wasteland or whatever it's like it 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 really factors in the socioeconomic impact of something like that happening in the real world you know and and just does a really really smart interesting analysis and you know just raising the different subjects that would come up in that context really well and really intelligently and that's it, it the game did that and the show was doing that too and yeah i hmm. highly recommend both anyways to uh, on to gaming the uh, i finally got the lead on my ass and started emulating arcade games jay mame is a a little bit of extra work and knowledge to get the hang of and it's that's why i've never done it you know, especially previous to retroarch and then, like having to have a standalone mame emulator i've I, even downloaded one and tried to do it years ago and it's just, it's like fucking stereo instructions, like 80 stereo instructions is just can can, you know, really, yeah, really. Even cool.
0: you saying MAME, I'm just like. Well, yeah, whatever. it's, <laughs> it like, is,
1: <laughs> it's really, yeah, they have like, uh, it's not, it's, you know, it's it's not like the same, it's because arcade games, they're all on different OS like the, mm-hmm. the boards that make up an arcade cabinet all are kind of just you know, it's it's not like having a, a, a all they have to do is emulate a fucking Nintendo Entertainment System, and then every ROM will work for that. You know what I mean? So there's no standardized arcade uh, emulator. Yeah, there, there, yeah, <laughs> there's no standardized hardware to emulate. That's why. So Mame is constantly being updated, and then the the ROM sets, the ROM chipsets, are also constantly being emulated. So. Like, getting those two things to match up in an emulator is a fucking, it's like a guessing game. So, like, there are, I want to say, like, seven or eight that are just downloadable cores in RetroArch. There's probably more out there, more versions, and RetroArch only bothers with these, seven or eight, whatever it is. So mm-hmm. every time I download a ROM, I'm like, I you know, before I even, like, integrate it into my library with, like, getting the box art and all that shit, I'm, like, going through this process of, like, testing it with each one of the cores, mm-hmm. each version of the main core, rather, to, I even find another one, Neo something plus, just in case, and that hasn't worked a single time, so maybe that's, I'm wasting my time with that, but I don't even know. <laughs> so, so yeah, so like, I'm, like, trying to, like, seven or eight different things, and, like, you know, when it doesn't work, it's not just, like, at least not always, sometimes it, it does just, like, go to the game screen and say, you know, this, does, something's wrong, something's missing, doesn't work, whatever, but sometimes it just crashes the fucking emulator sometimes the fucking emulator freezes and I got to go to fucking the task manager to close it like it's just like a fucking complete wild west for whether or not a game's going to work when you download it so it's a lot more work but I've kind of gotten the system worked out and, like, not every ROM I'm downloading works going through that system. So sometimes I just end up deleting them. And, okay, I'm, because I'm not going to have that game. So I'm not going to do more. It's not that important to me that for any of these games. Because I don't have any nostalgia stuff or arcade stuff that's too strong. But I've gotten quite a few to work. And it's fucking, it's wild. To play. I mean, I can't believe how well they work. And, like, it's just, I don't know, having an arcade game on your laptop is, is a very different feeling than the... One of the home systems. I don't know. I don't know how to describe that difference, but uh, there is one. And so, yes, yeah, so there's a bunch of stuff. There's a. I'm stacking a whole bunch of like the things that Rampage, Rastan, Frogger, Marble Madness, Gunsmoke, X-Men. Uh, couldn't get TMNT to work. The four-player mm-hmm. one, unfortunately. where uh, I, I don't know if I tried The Simpsons. I don't think I have tried The Simpsons. That one's not as important to me. But uh, X-Men worked, and I was I was pleased about that. Because I probably out, out of any of those like multiplayer beat 'em up that were in that era X-Men's definitely my favorite oh, yeah, even yeah, even over even over turtles so I, I was pleased that i got that one to work but so yeah there's a handful of games that i, I really Frogger in particular like I, that's definitely the best Frogger having that is fucking dope Strider dude i got i got Strider Strider
0: in the arcade. Dude, S-
1: S- yeah, Sega of America did a fucking phenomenal job of that port, dude. It is exactly... It looks exactly the same. It sounds exactly the same. It feels exactly the same. It is the exact same fucking game. It's wild to me, dude, how great or how perfectly identical they are. They did such a good job with that port. So I got that one. And actually, I posted shit about that. Someone, I got a... Uh, there's, you know, all these games. I mostly just download the ones I've played before. I have, no, That's the <laughs> thing, too. I don't like... <laughs> I don't have any idea I didn't play arcade I don't I have a very small knowledge base with which to work from to even like what do I want to download or try to download and I posted some shit about Strider and one of our Instagram followers uh what was his name? B-b-b-b-b- Samus Innie, said that there's a 1996 arcade game called Osman O S M A N that's a Strider like uh spiritual successor mm-hmm. that was in arcade released in 96 And uh, he's right about that. I downloaded that one. That's pretty good. So, like, I'm sure eventually I'll start to get to play shit that I've just never played before because of that. You know, so that's a cool thing uh, I've been fucking around with here and there. The Walkabout Atlantis course dropped. Uh, It's underwater. You know, that's my shit. It's fucking incredible. Very, very good. Minus 15 on my first easy course play, Jay. Even par on my first hard run, which is, that's, you know. Mm. yeah, Impressive. Impressive. yeah, Yeah, not to, to be even par on those fucking hard courses, especially the first time. Although, every time, I've said this before, like, I usually have my, the distribution for the way my hard scores go is always a little funny in that. It's always, it starts off a little lower than where I kind of settle at early. And then, of course, you get good at it and it works back down. Yeah. But, like, I, the first time through, I'm always a little better than, like, the second, third, and fourth times through. and I don't know why that <laughs> is, but that is that is a defendi- or definitively dependable data fucking trend, you know.
0: Maybe you just kind of come in instinctively doing what you think is the best move. Right. And then, and then you overthink and the third it. and fourth time, you're like, all right, I can do this a little better. I can right, try right. this move. And yeah, then
1: so you just fail a little bit. You know? Very good guess. Very good. Very good hypotheses, Jay. I uh, got 13 of the 18 balls on my first go through. And I had the putter the first night, of course. Uh, found all the balls since. So there was nothing too tough in there ball-wise. And then Benjamin on Demio on the reg, you uh, and I got a game in on your birthday, which was cool. I haven't yeah. done that in a while. Actually, you got to take down the Serpent Lord with the wizard punch on your your, your Dammy, which is pretty good. Pretty good birthday fodder, I think. Uh, I've been really pounding on Jab about this game, dude. And he claims, the other night he claimed that he's downloading next week. So, what? Yes. <laughs> right. so we, might, we, we shall might be able to, see. <laughs> yeah, we might be able to play Demio with Jab soon, which is pretty wild. Nice. Uh, I finished the last Clockwinder. That was fucking dope. Really, just I mean, n- zero things about that declined as far as my enthusiasm or like it's just beautiful game, beautiful mechanics, such a good, brilliant use of VR's possibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, the end was definitely challenging, and like you know, I said I was like going through and like really optimizing the probably like the first half of the of the whatever you want to call those puzzles or whatever in the, in the first half of the game, the back half had things that was just like, Nope, just get it done and get to the next thing. Like no way in (laughs) hell. I'm going to get the maximum number of units per minute on this one. And that's not happening. So it, it got considerably more difficult, which of course lends itself to creating replay value. If you want to try to optimize that stuff. Uh, I don't know. It's like, again, like the, the ways to opt, like it requires, to really hit those those more difficult ones would need more movement in a physical space than I than I have and and even want to try to make happen for me. So, I think uh, that's a little bit of a detractor, I guess. But I'm uh, pretty pretty fucking good either way. Incredible game. Like I just cannot recommend enough. Uh, I try Do you know? Have you seen? I bet these are on not just VR things. Moss. Are you familiar with that? Mm, no. That franchise. Moss was that, huh. So it's there there's a one in it there's a a sequel in and the first one on vr and like it's got like a triple a feel to it i'm trying to think of what the developer is i should have written that down bad podcasting but it's you're you play a little mouse uh character and you're kind of it's like a fantastical uh you're like you're you're on an adventure the first one anyways you're on an adventure in the forest and you are and and like you control you have, you're like he like does something in the very beginning that brings this omnipotent god figure into the world kind of looking over him oh. and, and that god figure can manipulate things in the environment and you got to control the mouse so it's kind of like carly and the reaper combined yeah, oh, okay, have, have okay. to deal with both mechanics and it's not nearly as intricate of puzzles like you know it it, it takes into consideration the fact that you're now controlling two entities thankfully but <laughs> it, it does still have some puzzle elements, too, for sure. And it's also got a little bit of action stuff going on with the mouse. And you got to, like, make him platform through the 3D environment and stuff. It's super fucking cute. It's absolutely beautiful. Gorgeous game. Won a ton of awards. Uh, has phenomenal presentation wrapped around the gameplay, too. Like, the storytelling and stuff is really fucking good. Um, I, I tried it because I was, I was looking for a new story game. And it was another one of those ones where they did a free trial. So you got, like, 30 minutes of... Free access to it to try it out, and 100%. I was like, you know, I, I that game's been there for those games have been there from square one, I think, when I got it and recommended in the store and stuff. And I was just like, kind of looking at it, I was like, yeah, it mm. looks kind of like a first, like a fucking platformer, you know, and that that's not my favorite thing to do uh, at all, let alone a VR. So I've kind of held off, but it's, it's fucking great. I, I probably won't buy it, I, I didn't buy it. I thought about it. I got really close to it, but they're, they're kind of expensive. The sequel is like thirty or forty bucks. The the first one is twenty, I think maybe. So I was like, I'm not. I don't know. Like I'm gonna wait for a sale, but I probably will play them eventually. Uh, so I fucked with that a little bit, and then yes, deism behind me, dude. So remember how I said I wanted to find a modern way to play Populous? Yeah. Boom! This landed in my life like literally <laughs> a week later. Literally. So it had, been, it had been on my list. The Rough Talk VR guys covered it, and. I knew it was a God Game thing of some kind, and that was, they liked it and said it was pretty good. And then I saw it on sale as a bundle with Little Cities for twenty three ninety nine. So Deism was fifteen, uh, Little Cities was maybe maybe the same, fifteen or twenty, something like that, and combined twenty four bucks, so thirty percent off on both. So I bid on it, and Little Cities is kind of a. It's very close to that uh, City VR game, the SimCity, basically. It's a okay. little cuter and a little more stylized, and you're all, they're all on little islands, so it's kind of, it's not, like, City VR is, like, v- v- just SimCity. It's, like, you have a huge, sprawling landscape, you, you know, and you build over the, it's, it's a long-term thing. Little Cities is kind of like, as the name, I guess, would insinuate, it's like these little tiny problem sets on these little islands, and, you like, you're just trying to maximize the small amount of space, and... Okay. It's more. It's it's much more focused on like the aesthetic, and you get style points for making it look pretty and pairing things. So it's it's a little more, a little less Simi, I guess, and a little more. I guess that's kind of an arcade-y thing, or you know, something something a little different than traditional SimCity, I guess. Anyways, Deism is yes, it's fucking populous, dude. So you like, it's got a really cool base mechanic in that you start, and it's just like this very small square of land. And you are a god, so you have to build the world. So it starts a little earlier than Populous, I guess. <laughs> you know, but there's like this very small plot of land, and then you like can pull up this menu, and you can just grab these building blocks for the world, like plots of grass, plots of forest, um, stone that can be mined uh mountains volcanoes if you want to put them down so uh, water to build the oceans and stuff and you literally just throw these things and you like just throw them down and it's like on a grid and you throw down your square of water and like okay then now that's water and then you throw down uh a fucking plot of grass and then you can take animals and populate that square with animals or like i said you can put a mine on it or you can put a whole bunch of different things that kind of make it not manipulable, but, uh, you know, so the human beings can extract things out of it, you know. And then okay. by if, if you create an environment that could nurture human life, human life develops in those spaces. And then you don't have direct control over them. They kind of act autonomously. And you as the god are trying to keep them allegiant to you from a religious perspective. And you can do all these things, just like in Populous, where you can, like, if they do things you don't like, you can fucking... Take thunder or lightning and fucking strike them to death. You can throw locusts down to create famine in their fucking farm fields. You can like, you can you know, <laughs> or you obviously, as other civilizations develop that are just inherently not following your religion, you can go over there and just wipe them out. Or like your your uh, your, <laughs> your your oh, develop y- yeah your developments wow. or your cities or whatever you want to call them town centers civilizations develop armies eventually too. And then they'll go out and kind of sp- sp- take over other uh, cities or whatever. And of course that infuses your religion into it too. So, you know, it's funny. I don't really know the actual goal of the game. And I've even gotten to the mm-hmm. point where I have built it, the world to a place and you can get, it's pretty big. Like the movement thing is pretty cool in that you just like, you hold the stick up and it creates this, little light pointing down on a space and you can just let go and teleport all the way over there. So you can like move pretty quickly across a pretty big map once you create it. But I've gotten to the point where it, on this first game I've started where it won't let me build anymore. It says like you've built the max number of tiles. So the goal is not to just keep building. It's not like an, an, an infinite builder. Oh. And I mean, I guess I have not converted every human being on the map into my religion. So maybe that's the goal. But, yeah, I don't know. There's I don't know if there's a total score. Like, I just don't know what the goal is. I don't know what the goal is. Like, you know, you keep building stuff, and you're like, they'll, like, you know, eventually wipe out the forest, and you can, re, can regenerate the forest, same with the animals and stuff. And, like, you know, they start building ships and trading amongst each other and stuff. And, like, it develops kind of civilization-y to some degree, or even Age of Empires, I'm sure, like, in that they kind of are acting autonomously, and there's, like, a commerce to it, and they need to trade – Certain things like developing weapons and stuff requires they can't build it themselves. It has to involve trade with other civilizations. They go through different phases of um like industrial eras, information eras, you know it, like the buildings and stuff develop over time. So, like there's all these things that like suggest progress, but I don't know what the metric is to win or if there even is one. <laughs> so like a, it's a little weird of a game in that. Uh, and, and and i didn't play Populous enough to know if it's like just a direct thing i almost i was actually it was fucking up for me like sometimes every third time maybe i turn it on and like the chain rate the frame rate's all fucked up and choppy and i have to basically power cycle the fucking oculus a time or two to make that stop so i tweeted the developer and you know he's just a dude, just like a, uh, an indie developer that made the game. And I was like, "Hey, man, is that like a fucking? You know, is this a problem that like anyone else is reporting? Do you have a solution? Whatever." And he's like, "He's like, no, it's been reported. It's pretty, you know. Of course, he's saying that not a ton of people are reporting it. Uh, he's like, he's like, it's just kind of a thing. Like, it, it's a bug. We don't really know. It goes away for most people. I guess for them, they're probably power cycling too. But anyways, I have an open dialogue with him. I kind of want to ask him, like, what's the point of this game, dude?" <laughs> it's a great game i'm it. i'm into it but i don't know what my goal is and i'm curious
0: josh you're the god like you decide what the goal is that's (laughs) That's, true yeah yeah and there's
1: like so that you can like pick the people up there's like they uh, heretics are a problem so they'll develop and they're like these they're like kind of highlighted red and they're like they run around your civilization you can you just walk up to them or you go over to where they're at and you can reach down Onto the ground and pick them up, and they go, uh oh, <laughs> like you you found them, you know, and you can just whip them out into the fucking ether, you know, and fucking to to eliminate them, or you can you know you can create these like whirlpools in the ocean, and you can drop them down that, you can like just bounce them off the side of a mountain, and they bust into fucking bones, you know, like so it's it's very it it really pushes all the god stuff a lot, you know, it it, it really Dude. gives you gives you that power this is
0: I'm watching a video of it it looks interesting like I like the idea of it how does how does it feel how do you feel about the actual graphics in the world in VR like when you're actually playing it because this looks very
1: basic but it's oh yeah it's, v, no, it's no, YouTube yeah. so
0: I know I can't tell
1: yeah no it's 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 got that kind of it's certain well the tone of it is cartoony too but you know I mean I've said that before like that you know the oculus is not trying to recreate AAA vision no I know, I know that
0: know? I just this looks so basic i'm like does it feel like this when you're playing it or does it feel better like you know it's not a problem when you're
1: playing it it's not a problem no it's like i said it, it goes with the tone you know okay. like you know a ufo ufos will come down which i actually just learned you can like fucking fuck them up i didn't realize that that you can like shoot shoot them with thunder and they like fucking topple over and fall down you know <laughs> like fucking okay. so you can even fucking you can even like and, and, oh, still, and, and steal your will as a god onto the aliens visiting the planet. But yeah, if you like look up into the sky, you know you can see the sun and the moon, and they're like they're like hyper polygonal. Like the goal is to feel the polygonal graphics. I think yeah, I think that's just that the style sense. of it. You know, like I said, it's one dude, so I wouldn't expect him to be polishing corners on polygons. Every polygon, you know, it's probably not the was not the intent even at the outset of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it very much it has that walkabout mini golf. Honestly, is the best comp I can think visually. Okay. It, you, you know, they they there is a I don't know. I'm sure they would love for it to be look perfect, but like they're totally cool with it. I think looking having that cartoony polygonal look to it that um, okay you know, gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm sure that's also just a little bit of a limitation of the headset, like that mobile fucking platform they have is not by any length i'm sure psvr2 will be much better looking fucking uh amber actually emailed me she's that's rolling out demio is rolling out on psvr2 i guess oh yeah she yeah she offered me a look at it i'm like i don't think i'm getting a playstation but cool offer yeah i I bet it'll look cool on there (laughs)
0: like i'm definitely not investing in both the playstation and the vr2 like that's no i'm
1: good no way yeah and yeah that's funny too like because demio actually looks Really polished, and it yeah, doesn't. they, have, will,
0: they really looks great.
1: Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. So it, it's not that it's not possible, but that's also a much smaller. You know, it's just a little tiny board in a basement, and the basement actually does look kind of polygonal. So,
0: yeah. But I mean, even when you zoom in, like all the characters, like they have
1: detail and, and stuff. Yeah, like, for To sure. me, that but, looks really great. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying though, it's easier to do from a performance system performance perspective if it's just that tiny little area as opposed that's to. True doing that, rendering that for an entire fucking world, you know? That's (laughs) true. Very very different things. Yeah, pretty good. And, I mean, certainly worth the fucking 30% off thing. I mean, that's like, what, fucking 12 bucks or something. So, uh, very, very, very uh, fun game, even if I don't understand what I'm doing. And then the last thing, I ordered a... a, I've been thinking about doing it for a while. I've checked before, but it's fucking like 40 bucks in the Xbox store. I'm like, I'm not giving those cunts 40 fucking dollars for a game that came out in 2015. Uh, For what game? Divinity Sin, the... I mentioned in the in the first uh, yeah. okay. and you said you played that before. You said you were playing that with Courtney at one point, right?
0: Yeah, we actually we started playing it at first, and then like we both have it, and I can't remember what our thoughts were of it. But after like having played ESO for a couple years, like we there's another couple that we played regularly in a guild with ESO that doesn't play ESO anymore that we were started playing with as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah, definitely, we we've dabbled in it a bit. Like I, it was
0: pretty decent. It was a decent game.
1: I mean, it's a phenomenal game. Like Amy and I played it years ago. I think mm-hmm. it was on the PS4. Played it a ton, and then it like broke on us. We like at least we think we. It's it's tough because like we would get sporadic with playing it, and it's such a story de- story heavy game. There's a lot of conversation mm-hmm. in it and stuff. And that's maybe the biggest attractor, but. Uh, it's very well done. And it, you know, it's, it's, an, uh well, it's kind of irrelevant, but it, it it's like, yeah, very, very detailed game. And we would kind of would, like come in and out of it. And if you're like, if you, you can get in, you can come back if you're not playing a while. you're like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. I have a quest log, but ugh, there's so much information <laughs> in the quest log. Like I even, and I'm sure we did because we got stuck to the point where like, we don't know what to do. We can't, like, I think one quest broke and then the, we couldn't figure out what to do from there or something. And then like, you know, you, I'm sure we at some point we went through every single line of the fucking quest log trying to figure out what the fuck to do next and tried all them all and just could not figure it out. So we ended up just quitting. And we looked around. I think we even found maybe some Reddit posts that said we weren't alone in this happening. So that kind of supported our theory. So we ended up not finishing it, not beating the game. I don't even remember how far it was. And we played the shit out of it for a while. So I know it was not in the beginning. So we've tried this before. And I'm hoping that doesn't happen this time, of course. But yeah, I ordered a physical copy. It, it occurred to me, I was like, I don't have to pay for digital copies of these games from the fucking Xbox store, I can go on eBay, get a disc, even though I fucking almost forget that this thing has a fucking disc slot on it, and just pay, you know, 12 bucks or something for a disc. And, yeah, I mean, I found a copy of it for fucking the enhanced version even. I don't think we played the enhanced version last time. Um, yeah. They kind of remastered it. There's a 2, too, uh, or a sequel as well, I believe. And, you know, I, you know we, I ordered this one, and I wasn't even sure. I couldn't remember which one we played even. So I, I, there's two games of it, you know. So if this works, and we actually get through it this time... There's a whole other one to do, but yeah, dude, it's, I mean, it's an incredible game. It's, it's, it's real time. It's like, you know, hyper D and D type shit, like really involved character developments. You create characters. I think eventually you can recruit additional ones to the party, but it's like real time moving around and exploring and stuff above and below, like in dungeons and on the overworld. And it doesn't really differentiate kind of, it's like that well, that seamless, you know, where, it just doesn't matter. It doesn't have like a different tone or different operational feel to it when you go into a dungeon or whatever. And you get into the battles, and it becomes turn based. But even but it even does that in kind of like a it's turn like you have a certain number of action points. But like when you move around, it doesn't feel turn based. You're not like moving on a grid or anything. It, it does a very good job of like trying to cut away the I don't know the fucking the matrix of playing a turn based battle game it tries to make it feel kind of real timey you know which is a a pretty cool mechanic implementation i think but yes i mean super involved million fucking spells dude you can all sorts of crafting alchemy spells fucking weapons creating your own Wait, are we
0: talking about two or the original one
1: i'm talking about divinity Sin original one right now yeah oh okay i we played divinity original sin two OK,
0: that's that's the one we we're playing.
1: I'm sure. I mean, I, yeah. I to my now, I'm guessing they're quite similar, I think. Because the first one, I mean, it was it did very well to my understanding. So I'm sure the second one is probably very close to the same. But yeah, I'm playing the, the, original, yeah. one, or we're okay. playing the original one. original OK. OK. Uh, yeah. Very fucking very, 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 very good. And uh, we just started last night Amy was falling asleep because we went hiking. So she can't stay awake. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we started a little bit last night and we're we'll playing a shit ton more.
0: The Insector X Round 2 Plateau Area theme, bringing us into our second issue of Sega second Visions. Issue. Let's do Alexa. this, sir.
1: <laughs> October, November 1990, 350 cover price, still a relatively brief 44 pages, and we are a day late and a dollar short yet again, Jay. Strider is the cover feature here.
0: Ever, all throughout the issue, I'm yeah. like, look at this big, Strider is awesome headline spread. I'm like, thanks, guys.
1: Yep. Thanks for sharing on that. On listen on all those tips we could have used. <laughs> yeah, we we always do our game apps just before they get their plushest mag coverage. So maybe this is a lesson
0: in Josh's excitement. So next time you're super excited about a game, I'm like, I'm gonna tell you, let's hold this back to another episode. And then we'll see how I feel. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's, not
1: bad. it's I I don't think it's I don't know. There's the argument can be made for both sides of it, I think. I think this is a very very divisive issue, Jay. As far as <laughs> as far as whether or not like yes, we're doing the mags. And the mags, I would even say are the they are the foundation for not, I would even say they without a question are the foundation from which this entire uh podcast exists, you know, the games yes, are yes. just tangents that magnify what we're analyzing within the magazines themselves. So the argument can obviously be made that we should be using the strongest magazine representations of them or or, or appearances of them as part of our analyses. But I think the the flip side of that argument is we are still doing that, but doing it from a more knowledgeable perspective by having played the games before we see or go through the bigger features on the games. So, you know, there's a lot... Very, yeah, very, very divisive issue, I think. I don't know if we'll ever get to the the right answer for that. Yeah. Or if there even is one, I guess, is maybe the better way to say it. But yes, Strider is awesome is the top headline here. And that is followed by four chest-pounding bullet points. Exclusive on Sega Genesis, or Sega Genesis. First mag US game ever. Astonishing graphics. Radical gameplay. And yeah, I mean, having just played this, I don't think I would refute any of these claims. Would you, Jay? Yeah,
0: I mean, especially compared to the freaking dumpster fire of the NES version, which still just, <laughs> I'm going to keep referencing that over and over because I'm shocked as a kid who loved my NES, yeah. you know, to see such a thing happen. So, but well, I, I got to they're completely different games.
1: Yeah, you know, we, that's a, We mentioned the, what was it, eSWAT, where the, that's the perfect product demo. Um, comparison thing that's not a bad one for if they want to also put one right next to that of an nes and a genesis next to each other that would the Strider's the one for that i think for sure uh, there was I there was yeah. someone i can't remember what his name was but there was someone on the facebook page that posted something about this from the la- that last episode and someone got in there and said that the fucking they liked the strider one more and i was like whoa that is a crazy take <laughs> and I like the Strider one I like the Metro media I like a, I like a lot of it yeah but that mean? is that is if you know both intimately that is a wild perspective to say that the NES one is better that is right
0: the fact that this the Sega one was straightforward and not like like that I really appreciate it like mm. come on now yeah like, I mean you know
1: if you want if you want to get a foothold on an argument, to say that if you just don't like action platformers, which I'm, um, you know, that's not a fucking perspective I'm all too not aligned You're with. Maniac. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, you know, but if, if you prefer that kind of, you know, the Metro Metroidvania stuff and like a little more involved of a story and just uh, objective set, like I get that but the controls are so bad. <laughs> the controls are so bad, and, yeah. and it relies so much still on the action side of it. It's not like, you know, like, yes, if you fucking, if you just hate action platformers and you want to play a good story game, then you should go play Dragon Warrior. You should, you know, you or fucking, you know, something that There's just... There's lots of them. Just, yeah, it just goes that complete other direction. You don't need to have a middling... Uh, a, 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 a suboptimal middling choi- uh, data point uh, right. instead, you know. So I don't know. It's a tough, tough argument to make to say yeah, anything about <laughs> the NES one is better. But The artwork is an illustrated adaption of the title screen pixel art of Grandmaster Mayo. He's holding an orb covered in blue fire, though the orb is not the earth here. It is just a mm. glass ball with a silhouette of someone inside, so there's a slight tweak. They include his most iconic shit-talking and a quote, too. You dare fight me? And is that I'm guessing that's probably the arcade voice sample, but I think that's in a fucking hip-hop album from like the 90s, dude. It's, I think it's in like a Wu-Tang what? album or something. The more I see that in print, the more someone is saying it in my head that I am not making it up. And yeah, that is in like a fucking Wu-Tang album or something, I think. And I I've tried Googling around, trying to find it. I couldn't fucking I couldn't figure it out. But yeah, it is really, you dare fight me, As is absolutely sampled. And some I would not fucking, be surprised. I would some not be some, surprised that it some CD like I got from Fu fucking Columbia too. House. Yeah. Also, oh, probably, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that, I'm, that's, it could be, yeah. I mean, that might be it, too. Uh, and maybe that's why it was sampled and not this mm. video. Yeah, because that's kind of the crazy thing. is like the idea of a Wu-Tang album sampling Strider is crazy to me. Yeah. <laughs> Hey. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't do hey,
0: don't doubt the RZA. He pulls from yeah. all the right sources, okay? That's like yeah. he can pull from the Genesis if that if, if need be, if that's what he needed to create his. Well, well
1: I don't think yeah, I don't think that I don't think he has the voice sample in the Genesis. It would have been the arcade, but yeah, either <laughs> <way>. um, <sighs> I also I love that they have the quote there and it's in like quotations like they're right? or, there are quotations, <laughs> I guess. But it, it is it is like The Master you know, Grand man. <laughs> yeah, the master from Strider. It's like signed like it's a fucking uh, he's a real, man. This is yeah. legit. Yeah, like it's like he's a fucking uh, notable figure from history. <laughs> uh, the background is a very attention-grabbing red version of the game box, black thatch background too. I like that little little flavor taste. And then also in this issue, they have Party Line, and this looks at companies designing hot games from Sega Genesis for Sega Genesis. The high point, which is hot shot, high scoring visions readers. And then, plus, game reviews, strategies, and hints for Sega Master and Genesis. And yes, just Sega Master. Dropping the system off that description must be one of their tactics for revving the system's lifespan back up, is, is my best <laughs> guess. But uh, they did not include it, here, include it here. Moving to the inside cover is a full pager for the Genesis release of Tengen's Tastic Puzzler, Klax. And we've the first we've seen of it making its way to the dark side, <laughs> off, off, off the Nintendo and into the Sega universe. And a really cool thing about this that I, I like a lot, Tension is doing some like serious trailblazing here. I think, in, in a magazine ad of the time, anyways, uh, they're including a toll-free phone number you can call to order the game directly from them without having to deal with an intermediary retailer. And you know that's not present on most of these, yeah, if, any, if any of them. You know, so uh, that's pretty cool. It just it says, just have your Visa or Mastercard ready, and that. <laughs> Yes, exactly. It, it that rings statement. True. It, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it rings true to you. Yeah, so like, yeah, every infomercial, you have to be of a certain age, of course, to relate to this, but every infomercial on late night TV used to say that exact line. Call now to order your Sobokawa pillow. Just have your Visa <laughs> or MasterCard ready. And yeah, no, two things about that. One, just the patterned, every one of them said it for some reason or another. Mm. And that's, that's probably largely because there was... Only a handful of production companies probably making those, and they were just this turn and Vernon on those. I bet uh, just had a very defined system for them, and like fucking using the same VR, or the same VO reader every time, whatever. But also, none of those motherfuckers were ever down to pay the extra one percent merchant fee from Amex. That's also <laughs> the reason yeah. that that's the line, and and none, there was no mention of American Express. You know, it's like this: the how lean can we make this operation for for infomercials? Uh, simpler times. So, yeah, so the ad is this big pink hand. That's the centerpiece. And it also has a solid marketing move, uh, or rather that is a solid marketing move. Uh, I don't think uh, I mentioned appreciate it when I saw it for NES and the GamePro. It's like a very recognizable thing, and it's very in line with what the game is, the branding, that 90s fucking Dude, thing. you know. super attention-grabbing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> with, with the neon colors that we love. Yeah. They're like, whoa, in your face, yeah. you're going to look at this ad. Like, you're yeah. absolutely going to look at this
1: ad. Well, 100%. Yeah, I was thrilled seeing this. I was like, ooh, uh, I didn't even think of that. Because when we found it on NES, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I, and I didn't have any exposure to it uh, prior to seeing it in, in whatever mag we, we first saw it in. And so, yeah, I was, I was assuming, presuming that the Genesis version would just tower over the NES one in quality. So I was pretty fired up. And. I fired it up, and they still have, they open it up, and they still have the, it is the 90s, and there's Time for dot, 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 clax line, that, I don't know, it's not really that good, but they are really tied to it, it's in all the versions of the games, <laughs> uh, but it doesn't, <laughs> yeah, they they do not have that weird blob ball minigame in the options menu, I don't know if you remember that or not, on the NES version, they have like a oh, weird minigame, yeah, it was like a pretty cool, it was kind of pongy, I think, uh, but with this blob that could whatever has, has a little bit of different functionality to it. Uh, but yeah, they didn't have that in here and it's a Genesis game. They should. It's should all the you know there's no I, cutting things out for the Genesis version is crazy to me. So that's not in here and that's fucking lame. And then the game, you know, it's great, it's good. It looks a little better probably, but it c- still clacks. Well, it still clacks, but that's a good thing. I was just it's not it's like I was disappointed, I guess, that there wasn't more of a quality disparity. You know, like, mm. I feel like Tengen, <laughs> you know, Tengen probably could have went a little harder to separate the output of all those extra eight bits <laughs> that the Genesis has that the Nintendo don't. You know, so I was just disappointed with. I don't know. The, again, the disparity just wasn't that much better. I don't think. <laughs> uh, still dope and fun though. Very challenging, just like Bejeweled, Columns, whatever. Yep. A very art rific but still better than GamePro's TOC, gets us to a very bluntly labeled a letter from the publishers. And my biggest takeaway from this letter is that Nintendo is living rent-free in Sega's head at this time. <laughs> 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 yeah, like the big wigs must have just been, they must have been just like non-stop spewing endless internal rhetoric that Nintendo be thy enemy and either slay them or the head will roll, you know? Like, that was just, it must have been such a monofocus of theirs, just like, we gotta get, we gotta do something about Nintendo. Like, Nintendo is the problem, as if, like, you know, just focus on your own shit and make it better. Don't worry about what Nintendo's doing. Like, yes, they're a competitor, but your first problem is your own shit. Like, make your own shit better, you know? That's not, the, the way to beat Nintendo is not worrying about Nintendo. <laughs> well, maybe
0: that's, I would I would argue that's the reason why they are. Focusing on Nintendo because they know their their product is better, so they're just like, "Look, like they don't have what we have. Like we got this, you know." So right. I, I think I think they get it. I think they get it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you have a marketing department, and they should be obviously fully focused on that. While the other departments that make the games should be doing their thing, sure. But it's just it, it is still funny to me. Just you know, you're Nintendo, dude. <laughs> how many times have you seen the word Sega in a piece of Nintendo anything like? No, they don't even That exist. is true. Yeah, they're, they're not. Like, they're not even a fucking. They're they're a piss ant. Well, they are of, of corking... course, why would they?
0: Nintendo was yeah. like ninety something percent of the like market share at that time, so it was kind of <laughs> really? like, you know, yeah. Why would they even? Why would they even talk about them or mention? Them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who are you?
1: Yeah. yeah. Get off my fucking porch, you pissant! Um, it, it, <laughs> it is funny
0: that he's like, you didn't follow the pack when you chose your Sega system, like. Love that line. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they did it. It's funny to me also that they they did just name drop a lot of like 1990 hotness royalty when like Shen, name of the marketing campaign, you know. So kudos to them. You know, we got got Michael Jackson. We got this. So you kind of read this and you're like, okay, all right. Yeah. No, the
1: others, yeah, there's, I mean, yes. Yeah, they spent an entire, I guess, just they they start with an entire paragraph self aggrandizing. Yeah, they're, they're, (laughs) their genesis does a nintendo campaign and like i don't know to me it's just the kids are calling it cringy these days i hate that word but they're calling it cringy and it's like they're telling you to keep your eyes peeled for like you should be excited for their advertising campaign and that like, is true I, I will say that when i i was like that is interesting your name you're like
0: you're telling me all these great titles awesome but like you're telling me the name of the marketing campaign that is kind of that is crazy yeah yeah, it's exactly. So like, it's so yeah,
1: cringe. yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you know, like, if it's cool, we'll enjoy it. And we did, but don't tell me to cheer it on. Like, don't, we're, the whole thing of marketing is just, you're not even supposed to know you're being marketed to. Right. you' know? it's you're like, to be yeah.
0: natural. Like, yeah, yeah, I do want that. Like,
1: yeah, Nintendo <laughs> right. don't. Yeah. You
0: know, like, yeah. you want Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs>
1: They're just they're just not good at it yet. Uh, yeah, I, I I do like this. So the second to last paragraph is telling us about the third party developers. They're onboarding for the Genesis, and they say they have seventeen in the fold already. They're expecting that to double by January ninety one. Oh. So that's only, that's only three months away. So they're this is a definitely a, and it like you know it's a lot of developers, man. It'll, yeah, it'll come back up a lot later on. But like this entire issue, that's the whole like you know I'm sure. We know these are just marketing tools, both Nintendo Power and Sega Visions. Yes. And I think Nintendo did a better job of it and just making it feel like a magazine. Sega has definitely not figured that out yet. Uh, and just like we were just talking about, just they just kind of, you know, I don't know, the thing we were saying about the telling us about the advertising campaign. They just don't, someone over there just didn't have the right feel for it yet. Because, yeah, they're like, you can just tell that that's like, that they sat down when they were making this issue and they're like here's the core principle for this issue is our 17 new developers and it's just like the whole issue is just hammering on it constantly it's like shut the fuck up don't stop telling us the number <laughs> like just well, this, show uh, us the games are cool and we'll <laughs> we'll feel that it's a lot we don't need to be told that it's a lot you know what i mean yeah i i feel you but i also counterpoint counterpoint
0: i in my mind as a kid and when i look at these sega was more of a older person system like older like older teen older adult kind of system like you understood more about technology and these kind of things so i look at this and i'm like i'd be like from that standpoint that looks cool to me like wow you're telling me all these like amount of developers that you have and all these games coming and all this bits and like you're explaining that to me and if i'm in a tech and i'm older that makes sense and i'm getting hyped if i'm a kid i'm just like like you said i'm just like Whatever you know, oh, I'm yeah. like, <laughs> where are the know, games? Show so me the games. games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And maybe, yeah. I mean, clearly we know how history worked out, so you know.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess maybe. I don't know. I just, I just, yeah. I just, it, to me, it was just such a thing that I could just, I don't know. I could see the framework of it so frequently. Me
0: issue. as a kid at this time, yeah, I'm definitely like flipping past the letter from the publisher. I'm, I'm at Reddit, but that oh was sure, like, like you no, said, yeah, I looked at the games and kind of,
1: yeah. What I'm not pretty. saying little kids would have all saw this. I this is 100. percent 41-year-old me looking at this, like, again, being able, I like, guess, I feel like I can see the, the, I feel like I can see the rivets in the oh, fucking... Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they cite TenGen, Seismic, RazorSoft, and Electronic Arts as big fish they are especially proud of, and I hear that. EA in particular would have Very been, they'd become the cornerstone of the Genesis, uh, or my Genesis era, so, you know, that's, uh, I'm thankful yeah. that they yeah. had this focus and made this happen because I got a lot of good games out of it, but... Again, they just could have done a better job of making it, not seeing the seams on the fucking drywall. (laughs) A full pager from a publisher calling themselves Renovation Products, Inc. is next, and they're touting two futuristic-themed titles here I've never heard of. There is Whip Rush, a Vic Tokai-developed side-scrolling space shmup, and Final Zone from a developer called Wolf Team, an isometric mech suit action game. First, the first is an October release, latter November, so play ball on both of these. And Whip Rush is a lengthy title sequence, or has a lengthy title sequence that's pretty fun. And when the gameplay first started, all I could think to myself was, fuck this, there's no way this is good. <laughs> <laughs> but then I kept playing it and playing it and playing it, dude. Did you try this one? Yeah, man. It's a fun little flying shooter. This like, fucking I, I don't, game.
0: I don't like that the pot is small, but if I had this game as a kid, I'd totally be chilling.
1: You know? I think this might be the most enjoyable side-scrolling space shmup I've ever played. Maybe, dude. Like, it. I fucking love this. <laughs> there, this whole issue might
0: as well be called flying shmups, and I'm, I'm playing ball. Let's there know. are a lot of them, and let's roll. I
1: don't want to foreshadow. I don't want to foreshadow too much, man. But like, you know, I see those, and I'm like fucking glossing over mentally immediately. And like, there are a lot of times where this magazine's like, "No, bitch, pay attention." <laughs> yes,
0: and let's go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I got all the way to the second boss before running out of lives on my first play. And, yeah, I was having a great time the whole time. Graphics, music, controls, all great. And there's, you know, power-up changes and progression stuff galore with that. Yeah, I and that. I almost yeah I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I almost immediately was thinking to myself, I bet Jay loves this shit. <laughs>
0: yeah, I told yeah. you. I, I told yeah. you. I wanted to take my time to play these, and I'm glad I did. If I glossed through this, like, issue, I would have been very disappointed. I would have missed out. Yep. yep. And this starts so. with this game.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they're on it for a game up, of course, but I added it to the shit worth playing list, and the link to mm. that is in the show notes. Uh, completely left-field banger from a developer, Vic Tokai, that is heinous, and the absolute dog shit they vomit out for the NES. So, I, you know, I don't know. I hope that's a trend that continues for the Genesis that, I don't know, you know, I can, I don't, you know maybe...
0: Maybe that's limitations. No. They get in the Genesis and you're like... Look! Look at what we can do! Look, yeah, look at yeah, this, yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow, and like the that 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 thing you wanted to do back on NES, we can do it here. You know? Yeah, and
1: that's you know that's that's a really cool thing about what we're doing here and making this move. You see, we spent all that time—such you know, three years of the you know, I guess maybe t- two and some change of the podcast. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. And then <laughs> I did you know a
1: year with Jab before where we're we're this really deep dive in the NES and like you form all these opinions and have these beliefs and like whatever and then you you know you make this shift to the 16-bit era and it it does it changes the toolbox man and it changes uh, who knows what else will be like that where it's like holy fuck like this company that like just it just you know the next thing next thing we know fci is gonna be making bangers <laughs> you know it's gonna be like what the fuck what the fuck is going on here and then, you know who knows It just and it's a simple like even without the technology difference they hire someone who happens to be good that they lucked into finding on a school whatever who knows what the fucking causation would be but you also have yeah it's a different toolbox and maybe they just got better
0: you know what I mean maybe their second game they're like
1: yeah also that but yeah I mean just yeah it's you know if you sit a programmer down in front of a development fucking kit for something. It's a different fucking box of shit, and like, who knows what comes out of that? Maybe they just have a better predisposition for it, and just you know, it's just who the hell knows what's gonna happen. That's really, really cool part of this that uh, is really fun, and I was excited to see this this instance of it rather. So Final Zone is not getting added to the shit worth playing list. It is shit. <laughs> but, but yeah, but not of the varietal worth playing. <laughs> uh, so
0: this is Gundam giant robot action. Like I feel like this could be good or it could be meh. Like I wanted to like it because I like the way the I like the look of it and everything. Like I wanted to like it. I yeah, I was intrigued with like this little setup. Basic. Yeah, yeah. It's kinda like yeah, the, what, what's happening? Like you're not giving me much direction. Like it's just Yep. I'm not going to spend the time to do this. Like, I I want to like it, but...
1: Yeah, the yeah. controls felt yuck, and yeah, you're just wandering around this repetitive-looking yeah. isoma- isometric urban environment trying to kill... I think the goal was to try to kill a certain number of these boring and repetitive-looking enemies that were very hard to locate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it badly damn. needed a radar or something to assist with... Right. Excuse me, little, A little, a
0: little t- couple tweaks there. Maybe you have a yeah. game, but as is... Yeah.
1: I bet. it's probably still would have sucked, I think, because like I said, it was all, like visually it was so repetitive. Yeah. Awful, awful, awful video game. (laughs) 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 Okay. Awful, 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 awful. (sighs) Uh, High Point is next, and the five games with high scores yielding a free Sega T are Arnold Palmer Golf, OutRun, Forgotten Worlds, ISOH Game App Alum, Revenge of Shinobi, and Target Earth. There's also a subscription pitch on the bottom third of of the page, and they point out here that only one more issue will be free so you could sign up for the first three for free via some registration form card or something probably probably a packet in the system or with games or something and I expected so like I saw this and I started like kind of like okay, I bet that there'd be a a big jump in page count from that third issue to the fourth because of this subscription format Just, change yeah, and if they were gonna start charging you know they, they would need to do that so. It's funny to me how, what it ended up actually being. It's very, just very sacred to me too. Just kind of like, uh, oh, we hope it'll work. Yeah. But so it's like, so the next issue, issue three, is up to sixty-three pages, right? Okay. So that's okay. the that's, the, that's the last one. That's the last one. that's going to be free. So they they ramp up to like dangle that carrot a little closer. You know. I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. And then issues four and five went back to forty-eight. So what that means to me? What? is Yeah, yeah. What I interpret that data as is them trying to ramp it up for the last push. As they approached the paywall and when subscription numbers didn't pop, they were just like, Fuck it. <laughs> and just went back to fucking forty eight to stop the bleeding, you know, or slow the bleeding. So uh, yeah, it's just very just so Sega of this time to me, you know, just like, <laughs> oh fuck, we're gonna we're doing it, we're doing it, no, we're not fucking doing it. <laughs> <sighs> After that, we get another combo full pager from a fly by night publisher, Sage's Creation. And games here are the first two in a catalog totaling seven titles that would span from 90 to 92. So they were relatively short-lived in Genesis only. And that's the thing, too. The 17 developers thing, dude, I started, like, because I could see that framework so much, I started looking at the developers and, like, you know, were these, like, did they, like, it, it just, it had, it had hardcore subsidy, uh, signal to me like they're like you know they're like Mm. we need to create this like we need like this is our core operation purpose right now we need to create these third party third party developers that show that we can compete with nintendo in that way and to make to 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 pump that number you know, they're out fucking giving mortgages to people who can't afford them. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's exactly what it felt like to me. And this was an instance of that. This is a company that popped up in 1990. All of a sudden, like, here they come just when we need them. Imagine that. And then two years later, they're gone. after making a few shit games, you know. So um, there's one in here called Cyclones, or from a company called Cyclone Systems called Shadow Blasters, and then a hot bee developed in Sector X. Both side scrolling action shooters that I had very low expectations for. (laughs) Uh, Although, so, uh, you know, it's funny, I just said all that negative shit about the developer. Cyclone is behind Zoom. So, like, I saw that and I was like, ooh, maybe, 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 maybe. I'd be wrong here just as I was about Whiplash. And then the the Shadow Blaster's artwork is pretty cool too. It suggests it is medieval (laughs) fantasy themed, it does have a pretty lit 80s synth wave title track. It has two-player possibility and a couple options given the player's agency over their experience. Six level types, four characters to choose from. And I thought that would mean it might have some depth. And unfortunately, it does not, though. Yeah. Yeah. So many <laughs>
0: options, and
1: then... Um, Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Awful controls, awful visuals. I absolutely oh, fucking... I fucking, or Absolutely fucking hate it. Yeah. Uh, the urban level, I played was modern feeling so yeah you can open it up and it's got a stage select so you can pick what stage you're going to go into i happen to pick this urban level and it has you know so the artwork shows this like medieval fantasy thing and then that was contemporary you know so like there's no i don't know maybe the other ones aren't like that who knows uh that maybe that's not a fair criticism but to me that was like a very misleading piece of artwork for what i was getting into for sure you know Insector X has giant mechanized insect vibes, and this one has a lot more pizzazz to the opening <laughs> uh, of the game, but it's only one player. And it's a flying shmup. The Egyptian pyramids and sphinx heads and whatnot in the desert stage, you start in and look pretty solid, and I dig the insect sprites. They make me very reminiscent of my boy Tim Clark's Sector toy line that I loved, loved, loved mm. as a kid. But gameplay yep, yep. and music were a little bleh. Far from unplayable, but Whip Rush felt way better, I would say.
0: Yeah, I I enjoyed the first uh, thirty seconds or so. You know, (laughs) (laughs) it was not bad, but overall, just you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of games in here that, like I said, if if you give it to me, it's like, all right, I'll play this. You know, if I had it as a kid, like I'm fine with it, but like it didn't jump out because there are some other bangers in this episode. So
1: yeah, we need we need uh, that's a that that no problem with mom taking it back to the rental store vibe. We need to come up with a, a, a a tagline for that. Like yes. Fucking Be Kind Rewind or something on that. (laughs) That's a Be Kind Rewind (laughs) title. Right. Here you go,
0: Mom. Yeah. Uh,
1: Next up, we get Mailbox, Mailbox, Mailbox. And we get three letters here. And the first, Charles Harwell in Davis, Kentucky, leads us off with a letter I don't believe was really written by an actual reader, another one of those. It has this internal propaganda <laughs> tattooed all over it feel, you know? But I do love it anyways. I emotionally align with this fictitious, fictitious person because he's he says he's owned everything from an Atari 2600 to a Nintendo before getting into his Genesis, which is my exact gaming trajectory as a child also. So I can, I can emote with this individual that doesn't actually exist a great deal. The thing about this statement is it suggests there's a bunch of data points between them, though. And there isn't really any room. Any like I, I guess like he could have had a 5200 like an Atari 5200 between them, though that seems kind of unlikely. Nobody bought that fucking thing, and only the richest of the rich had both an NES and an SMS. You know, so uh, I just thought that was funny wording to me, which is just, it was another indicator of the fictitiousness of this individual. <laughs> I thought, but anyhow, he says he knows the meg limits of the Genesis carts being eight, but that he only knows of Fantasy Star Two being six and the rest of the games to date being a pedestrian two megs. And the editor replies that he must be clairvoyant because their new big swinging dick is Strider, and that is a whopping eight megs. And, you know, my biggest thing with this is no child is writing in asking about megs. They're just not. Oh, this person's <laughs> in, not a child. They're
0: absolutely not a child. Yeah, I mean, yes, it could have, it could have been a late teen,
1: no. early adult, uh, but it just uh, it seems unlikely to me. I don't know, it seems this unlikely. dude's like 26, has a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Has a child, yeah. You know As a I mean? job. Deals with Megs on a daily basis. And right, it's like, a fucking... <laughs> who, who, else,
0: who else is talking in Megs? Like, who who's looking at that? Like, <laughs> I looked at the gigs only because, like, marketing told me all the time. Like, this is a gig. This is 16, this is 32. You know, like, eventually. Like, who's looking at that gaming, like, game-wise individually yeah. about, like, what's actually being output? That's yeah. such, like, next level.
1: Yeah. Nothing it's not possible. And, and clamoring for it, no less. Like, right? You know, yeah. 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 The second letter writer says they've been gaming since the 60s and the last one is asking for more couch co-op joints, a political position I very much support yes. to play with his younger brother. So perhaps the takeaway is kids aren't writing into the mag at this time that yeah, your hypothesis that the first one is probably not young, obviously been gaming since the 60s, they aren't either and Definitely. then they want they want couch co-op joints for their younger brother it means they're also an older kid too. So maybe it makes sense, maybe it makes sense. TechnoSoft has a full pager screaming us at us next for thunder force three. And the artwork is pretty fierce. It's a pretty fierce, uh, giant firehawk with very Dude, large talent. Phoenix.
0: I'm thinking Phoenix coming yes. at you. Like I'm like, holy yeah. shit. Yep. Man, interstellar. This is a spaceship. Like let's go.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chasing after a space fighter jet, uh, like flying into our POV, you know, uh, they have another one of those boards of copy that could be used for any space shooter ever in gaming history. Just when you thought you had seen it all, A new challenge radiates forth from worlds beyond imagination. Surge through scrolling lava flows. Scrolling instead of, that's weird. And the thrust of massive rock caves. Avoid losing control amid perilous bubbles in the murky depths. To encounter even greater challenges in realms of deeper dimension. Like, there is not one specific (laughs) adjective in that entire thing. (laughs) You're
0: just going to be doing a lot of stuff and moving through a lot of (laughs) places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, okay. I, oh, they
1: even use the word scrolling, you know, like that, like th- to take it into video game territory right. even further uh, as opposed to just keep it in the story world.
0: I don't know about you, but this game had terrible controls. I was like, no. I wanted to like it because of this artwork, and I was just like, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. No chance.
1: Yep. I mean, it's, I could immediately tell it was a well done game. Like, there's cool title art, good animation, good music. A really cool computer screen crosshair gimmick for the level select menu. Amazing background animations. Loved all that. Felt very Life Force to me. Like even the, the, like the types of hazards, the size of your sprite relative to the environment, the enemies, the side scrolling, of course, power-ups all over the place. Even the speed of the movement of the game kind of. But like all higher octane because they're on the Genesis. So there's just all these things that was like like little single bits of goodness. You know what I mean? But the game, as on the whole, yes, felt meh to me. You know, like if you're into flying space schmups, like probably a fun game. You know, another one of those ones. Again, be kind, rewind. Thanks, mom. Like, fucking glad you brought it home, but I'm glad you're taking it away too. <laughs> but yeah it, just, yeah, it just did not come together as much as the, the sum of those parts should have, I think. Unfortunately. Sadly. We have a two-banger ad from Sega after that, and I think this sums up what this issue is all about. And This is this is, this is my thesis, I guess, maybe, um, no. that, that I was saying earlier during the, the letter shit. Big bold black text on all-white background. 17 companies have earned the right to display this seal, and their gold seal of quality is real huge below that. And the second page is one of their catalog pages that follow the three-bangers we've been seeing in GamePro, but this one is just third-party developers, all 17 of them. In fact... And that's why we're seeing these ads for new games in here I've never heard of or seen ads for. like this issue is yes, all about these third party development push, and these companies you know I, I doubt they even had to pay for the advertising space again that's what I mean like I, oh, yeah. you know I'm sure like Sega doesn't have the dough to like just be flat out handing out money, probably, but they probably are subsidizing the advertising, creating this entire issue they probably that was probably the pitch, like you know if you do. Yeah. X number of games for us. We'll do X number of free advertising. This great new periodical we have. Blah 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 blah. You know. So
0: it makes sense, though. I mean, you if you think about it, if you're launching a new system and you're wanting to like compete with this juggernaut Nintendo, like you, you're gonna need games. Like the, the only people, regardless of what your technology specs are, like people are only gonna come if you have good games. And so, if you're Sega, it kind of makes sense from that standpoint. Like, hey. There is a library of games. Come check it out. We have oh for straight. sure. It's, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's it's so I get I, it.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's a it's a great. Again, it's just, I think it's just like so much so emblematic of just everything about them. Just like there's the idea, like they got someone like a consultant to come in with this really good idea, and they're like, okay, but we can't afford to pay you to stay on, so we're gonna take your idea. And we're gonna go implement it. And they get in there and they're like, we don't really know what we're doing. <laughs> like they, this is a, we got the memo, but we have no idea how to do this. And like, yeah, they like, you know, they fucking, oh yeah, they just didn't implement it well. It's it's fucking uh, whatever. It's Sega, they just can't fucking, they just can't fucking do so many things. They're just not. They need I Tom mean, Klinsky. They need to get Tom Klinsky in there. He's not <laughs> fucking. Although I think Tom it's in 1990 is he, I should I can let and check that. Oh, I mean it's it's not translating now but like when I think about it eventually as, it does, yes
0: as I think about like how we've progressed through this we've seen these advertisements kind of build up now like it started with just like a couple sports games and just like this person's title this person's title then we're seeing you know this game and this game and now we're seeing a bunch of all the sports titles and now we're seeing all these others so it's yeah. kind of like i i could see how from Sega's standpoint how they would like the audience in the market to see them kind of like you have, we have all these great like licensed titles coming out. Now we have all these, you know, just our own type, like library of games coming out. You know what I mean? Kind of like just seeing the full library come out and it it didn't really land, at least not yet. Yeah. I don't know, but I see it. I recognize the pattern and I, I could, if I, if I was living life through the eyes of like myself right now, I could see like, okay, Genesis could be, like, a really big
1: thing. Like, they're poised for
0: success, the way they're going,
1: you know. They're working hard. (laughs) They're working hard. They're They're chipping away at it real hard. So, yes, in this fucking, there's a whole shit ton of games here, and we've seen some of them already, but there are plenty of new 1990 release shit to chat about. And the first one is New Vision bringing us Bimini Run. Image behind me right now. They describe this as a unique, action-packed, high-seas adventure where strange sea creatures tax your skills. And the title art is glorious, 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 Dude. It's a speedboat versus a chopper. Jay, you might as well drop us one of those. Get the chopper. Uh, and they're shooting out. They're in a shootout on the open ocean, which is just, that's so 80s. <laughs> Dude, the graphics are unique, unique, like retro looking
0: paper kind of look. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it looks different. And I, yes. I'm yes. with
1: it. Jay, this is not a good game. But it has a ton of charm. That's what. That's how I would yeah. describe this game. You know. Yeah. Like the, the, the game starts and these dudes in speedos run out and hop in the speedboat. You know, at the stage start, and yeah, it looks all right. The waves and boat mechanics and shit feel pretty decent. I think you're like you're like uh, your perspective is behind the boat, so you're like moving away from the pov and the waves are you know coming towards you the whole time and like you know all that feels pretty good i think for a 16-bit system and there's a map to help you find like you are you get these missions that you got to go out and do and there's a map to help you figure that all out and try to give it a little bit of story and stuff uh but it's not it doesn't it's not a good game <laughs> i
0: i kept trying over and over again you know what yeah. i mean the game had me continuing to try at it you know i so yeah, it was decent a decent boat chase kind of
1: game but which is hard. it just just even yeah even that's just so unique of an idea yeah. you know you're just not seeing that. Something it's different, like, I appreciate yeah, that. There was a Cobra Triangle was like uh, an NES game that was a boat not a not a I guess kind of a shooter you know it, it, it was not a racing game it was uh like you were like you were going through the dealing with enemies and stuff but with a boat and like just that I kind of liked that game, not enough to talk game up, I don't think. We might even try to, uh, I might even uh, nominate it a time or two, but not enough to actually get to it because there just wasn't enough there. But the idea was unique enough that I was intrigued at least, you know, which uh, in this vast sea of of video games of this time, so many of which were shitty, uh, even that is its own little accomplishment, I think. We get Crossfire from, Kai- this is a tough one, Cayugo is the developer, and it's actually Super Airwolf, a vertical chopper shooter, but it won't be out until 91, so they were calling it Crossfire at this time, ended up being released under the title Super Airwolf, but is not out yet. Oh, interesting. Yes, and then NTV Corporation's Curse. Hit Christmas of 89. just The fucking company name sucks. The name, the game name sucks. <laughs> and they describe this as an intense shooter as you fly an attack craft through alien hazards to reach the ultimate goal, the quest of the solar grail. And the, that's the company of the mag, but all the internet re- recounts cite a company called Micronet actually releasing this. Uh, whatever the case, it's dog shit. It's a side-scrolling sci-fi shmup, and it's just absolute trash. Did you try this one?
0: No, wait, hold on. You you passed up Crossfire, so you did not play Crossfire as is.
1: No, it's not out till ninety one. So I, I skipped it. Uh, dude, yeah. it was terrible. Is a terrible Okay. Yeah. I'm, like, then I'm, I'm extra. That's why I do this. Well, that's why. That's why I pace myself on these and don't do the ones that are out yet, Jay. Because if you just hit yeah. everything. It can be a little overwhelming. Well, the... honestly, it's,
0: it's that you found that. Because when I just searched for Crossfire, I found Crossfire for Genesis. Not under Airwolf, like, the title Crossfire. So I said, okay. Really? I, okay. Yeah, I downloaded it and played it. and But, like, maybe... I don't know what was going on. But, like, in the text, one of the people said, who sent me off on my journey, hope you make a success. And I was like, <laughs> okay.
1: That's it. this is what we're in for but yeah. like
0: it, it's it's more like a Xevious like flying vertical scrolling shooter you know vertically
1: vertically scrolling okay yeah
0: it's
1: fine. so at least they at least they try to do, well you know what? it's funny why is that why? chopper shooters are always vertical vertical yeah why is that
0: Except for like choplifter, choplifter is unique because yeah. otherwise you don't have like. But that
1: that wasn't the shoe that like that was the thing though. They they had a cool mechanic in that yeah. where you had to save the people, you know. So it exactly. was like that's why they, they did that. Because um, it's
0: cooler to see the maybe cooler to see the blades <laughs> yeah, the the top, top you know, yeah. like, and see like weapons spread than like yeah. sideways. You it, know? It, you it just have less. It looks less cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's no way to know, of course. That is such a good fucking guess or hypothesis that just, you know, and they sit down in that first meeting, they're like, well, the spiders just look cooler, man. He's a chopper, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you like just spinning, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. That is such a good guess, you know? It could have easily been that simple of a thing every time, too. So many Ugh. more
0: times than we think it's often things like that. Yep. <laughs> the simplest explanation.
1: Yeah, super fun. Kaneko has one DJ boy for us and they describe this as a roller skate to action and win the ultimate street fighting challenge. And that sounds compelling. It's a side-scrolling beat them up and it is absolutely on roller skates. And I think it's kind of fun. <laughs> Which I, did, I did not expect it to be fun at all. And it's actually kind of fun. <laughs> shocked to
0: hear you say that, but I agree. I, I died at the boss and had to start over. So I was pissed. I had to start over, but like, Give me some continues and I'll keep playing. Like it yeah. felt like an arcade game to me.
1: Yeah, know? yeah. I, and you know, and like it's just this, whatever. It's a sprite, but it's you know, there's skate from Streets of Rage Two is what I thought yeah. of the whole time. You know, and yeah, it's I mean, it's very much that kind of feel as far as the controls for that for your characters. Yeah, it looks alright. The music ain't so bad. Like the fight on roller skates surprisingly feels pretty solid. You can't jump, which you can't jump. I, can you? I, I wasn't able to Absolutely jump. Absolutely, you can jump. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. okay. so I for, I don't know why the fuck that... Thing, Maybe your know. button was messed up or something. I mean, yeah, yeah, you can I definitely don't. jump. Okay, well, yeah, it was funny to me because like I played it that way and like I didn't have a problem with it. I was like, it felt a little weird for a beat up but it kind of made sense to me These he's in roller skates and jumping to roller skates is not easy. So, you know, okay. <laughs>
0: okay. Reset
1: and try again. Okay, Trust me. okay. fair <laughs> enough. Well, I, I kind of liked it even without that, so that's, that's good to hear. Nice. Um, yeah, the, the hero and the enemy sprites are... Really well done, I think. They're kind of like charming feel to them, kind of like a little yeah. cartoony but still realisticy, you know. Like a yeah, it was a surprisingly well done game for one. I'd never even think DJ Boy sounds like the most generic thing ever. Right.
0: right I almost skipped this game just yeah. off the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, no, nah, let me
1: just yeah. play it. Nope. Oh, be a good little podcaster. <laughs> Tooplin brings us a seismic released game that is a chip off the old block with another sci-fi flying shmup, Hellfire. And shoot or die in this horizontal scrolling shooting game. And they're not even trying to hide it with that description. It's just is what it is. <laughs> like we're not we're not bullshitting you at all. That's what it is. But god damn it, I mean it's seismic, so you shouldn't be terribly surprised. They do this thing. That's why you might chip off the old block. This is their this is their jam, you know. Uh, but it's fucking great, man. It was like so instead of mindless shooting. You can hit the B button to cycle through four different modes of shooting. So it can shoot straight ahead. It can shoot straight behind. It can shoot straight up and down, like at once combined. And then it can uh, do all four 45-degree angles. So, like, to the four corners of a square, basically. And you got to, like, you know, the enemy placement in the level designs are, of course, challenging you to diagnose which of those is best, to deploy in a given moment and then execute the plan, you know? So, yeah, I'm just, you know, I've never seen before. Super unique idea. And they even, like, I even appreciated the fact that the pacing for the first stage is a little plodding, you know? It's kind of slow and fucking whatever. But this is just to give you, like, a, a chance to figure this all out and get your feet under you before the shit really gets fucking thick, you know? And I, I thought that was a good choice, game design-wise. So, yeah, man. Like, the music... Also fucking fantastic here. The whole soundtrack is just pure Genesis fire. I add this to the shit worth playing list also. Because it absolutely is. So that's two side-scrolling shmups that I have added to the fucking... With sure, list because wow, yeah, which is unprecedented, Dude, unprecedented wow. development. <laughs> Woo, mark this yeah. day down in history, yeah. y'all. <laughs> so you, I I presume you dug, you dug this one as well, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, I mean yeah. the the easy changing of the directional weapon was interesting here, but I think I had too much coffee because I kept messing it up and kept like yeah. switching to the wrong weapon. I was like, why do I keep? Because at first I was enjoying it, and then like. I think when things started getting a little hairy and I kept messing up which weapon I needed to change to, and I was getting annoyed, like, that gun, and like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to just like... Well, the fact that you were doing it off.
1: enough to get annoyed means you cared, yeah. so that's its own yeah. statement. Of course, of, man. Of, our, it's our a flying con- shooter. Yeah, it's, its own proof of concept. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> this, I, again, like, couldn't. I mean, never heard of it, fucking great. Really fucking good.
0: Well, I'm interested to see what you think about these next ones. So, okay. Yeah, let's keep okay.
1: Going. Yes, Activision is next with a mouthful of a title, Mondu's Fight Palace. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen in a video game, I think, dude. This game... So, they describe it as role-playing fun, hit music, and great sound effects for one or two players. Outrageous! And this would actually be released by a company called Razor Soft under the title Slaughter Sport. And... Dude, uh, no wonder I couldn't find it. I'm like, I okay. couldn't find this title anywhere. Like, okay, so yeah, it was oh called Tongue gosh. of the Fat Man for whatever it was released on originally, which is a crazy what? name also. Slaughter Sport. <laughs> I think Slaughter Sport is more generic. I kind of... I think... I understand why they called it Slaughter Sport, because that's a better description of what the game is. So I understand the choice from a marketing perspective, but I think it was a bad choice, just from a, um, a fun perspective. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought that was all weird to me, until I watched the opening cinematic upon firing it up. And between the Sega logo and the title screen, this very, very, very heavy set dude with a mohawk walks out. And stops in the middle of what I guess is kind of like a battle arena. It looks very Mortal Kombat-ish as far as the battle arena goes. And his torso has a face not unlike the one on the front of his head. So there's kind of a similarity to it. His nipples are his eyes on the, the body face. And there's a huge mouth in the crevice between his second and third torso roll. With a big red tongue hanging out of it. And the dude flexes his biceps and smiles as that belly mouth says, Welcome to the Fight Palace and then he walks off screen left, dude. And then, so, that happens to start the game. And then the title screen, where you can pick one or two player head to head before cutting, or you can do that before cutting to some artwork of this dude, the same guy from the, the earlier cinematic, like, he's kind of in this, like, throne room deal with these Jabba the Hut vibes. He's, like, sitting in a throne, and then he's surrounded by a couple bodacious, exotic mutant babes. And there's a speech bubble that says, I am Mondu, the fat lord of the fight palaces. Remember, only in victory will you gain the key to the soul of each fighter. Prepare to fight. And then, dude, a straight-up Mortal Kombat-like arena fighter starts. And I, just, I can't believe I've never heard of it. I just can't believe this was totally unknown to me. There's no character select, so you're, you're, you're uh, railroaded into being this... I would call him a, a Kumite fighter. Like, you look like this Asian-looking kind of Thai dude, straight out of Bloodsport, the Van Dam movie, you know? <laughs> Which is where I'm guessing, like, this whole thing was ripped from. Like, it has like, Bloodsport vibes through and through. And... The first battle is against a blue skin dude that absolutely dusted my ass off and left me in a pool of my own blood. So it's like a very, very bloody game. Uh, I didn't have to even put in any ABBA, CABB codes or any shit like that. There's like fucking blood everywhere in this game. And yeah, I mean, I, I like... Well, actually, before I even get to that, dude, I had to confirm that before like, the code. You know, it's been a while since I had to put in the Mortal Kombat code, so I went and confirmed that. And I found a whole tangent on this game or on that code that I did not know about. Did you know this, dude? So... That Mortal Kombat code is a nod to an album from Phil Collins or from the from Genesis his band before he went solo uh, called Abacab. What? Yes, I am floored. I was floored to read this dude. Like now that it happened, that doesn't surprise me at all. But that I made it all this time not knowing it? Like <laughs> I Mortal Kombat There are You know, there's a number of games that were... Genesis was a big part of my life. But I I feel like Mortal Kombat might have been the most defining thing about it. Like, it was such Mm. a thing. You know, Mortal Kombat was such a thing, the blood shit between the SNES and the Genesis was oh, such a such a thing the blood code was such a thing it was just oh, so yeah. much about it. it was it just was such a permeation it's it's arcade prominence even though I didn't really have any exposure to it or opportunity to play it just like something about Mortal Kombat was just it was just beyond huge you know Michael Jackson huge <laughs> so you of know it's a big thing and like the idea that something that integral to it could have it's been part of its story and me not knowing it till now really fucking blew my mind. I thought, but, uh, whatever the case didn't have to put that <laughs> in to get, get the blood in the game. And then I got absolutely fucking mopped up by that dude. And then it cuts back to the fat man in his throne screen, doing some shit talking. he says, what a terrible match. You probably won't survive the next one. And then it just goes back to the same fight again. So like beyond interesting presentation, like the, Every the visuals all looked great. The story shit was crazy as fuck. Absolutely out there. One of the wilder things I've ever seen in a video game, particularly in the Genesis. Just crazy, 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 crazy. But the controls are fucking terrible. I mean, it might be better with familiarity, but like the controls were like, I guess, I mean, so f- fucked up, weird, fucking choppy, and like stilted movement range and stuff. Like, so. It's like I don't know, like I think it's I know, I'm sorry for how disjointed this explanation is, but like it's just such a jarring fucking game. <laughs> like, like like it's so very weird in all its presentation, and then the game itself sucks, but I wanted to know more and see where it went because of how <laughs> fucking weird it was. So yeah, it was just a really fucking weird thing to just stumble into, and I cannot believe that you know, it's the kind of game that is so fucking wacky that I'm surprised it didn't have you know, that it's not all memed up or something now. It's just so fucking weird that, I like, I'm, I'm surprised it didn't, that it's not, like, a angry video game nerd classic or something. You know what I mean? Like, it, it has that feel to it as far as, it's, uh, it's I don't so know. I just, it's yeah. so weird looking. It's so weird looking. But it, it makes kind of sense why it'd
0: be forgotten, though, because it is pre-Mortal Kombat, pre-Street right. Fighter 2, when fighters... You know what I mean? Any fight, any that. attempt at a fighter before then is kind of just
1: fodder, you know, yep. forgotten. Yep. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. It, may, it does make sense in that regard, but yeah, I mean, yeah, one could also there, especially with
0: terrible controls. I
1: mean, it feels so <laughs> much like Mortal Kombat in the aesthetic and like even the the battle arenas. And really kind of even think about... I mean, the the fucking dude is not unlike Goro
0: in <laughs> the way... But I mean, he's just... But he's, he's so he's, he's unlikable. A, he's
1: a sl- I don't know, man. Yeah, he's a <laughs> slob. I mean, Goro and Shang uh, Sung or whatever his name is are also unlikable, I think. <laughs> but but yeah, they're evil. They're like the evil whatever. But uh, there's this... I, I feel like there's some building blocks in here for Mortal Kombat, basically, is what I'm getting at here. And I think that maybe mm. is notable at least, even if they didn't get it right here, I think there's some formative elements to this that would lead to Mortal Kombat, you know, and there's enough of a time gap between this release which I'm sure was an arcade game too, I would guess, I don't think I checked that, but I would guess it was and Mortal Kombat coming out that it could easily have been an influence on development you know what I mean, so it's very interesting, not good, but very interesting <laughs> Uh, So after that, so you said you didn't didn't even find it. No, I didn't even find it. I I didn't
0: know that it was, like I said, I looked it up, couldn't find it. I was like, all right, well, whatever. Never heard of it. Yeah, maybe it didn't even happen. Weird name. (laughs) Maybe it's
1: it's a fucking fictitious blip on the fucking uh, timeline. Next one is Namco's Philios, a Greek mythology-themed vertically-scrolling flying shmup. And they describe this. Apollo challenges enemies to rescue Artemis in this arcade classic with vivid graphics and animation. And I'm not sure I've ever planted this flag here on the pod, but generally speaking, Greek mythology bores the shit out of me. When I see this mm-hmm. in a game, I, my mind kind of automatically turns off in a lot of ways or in a lot a lot of instances. And it, mm-hmm. it, it can translate... Just some cool medieval fantasy stuff, which I like. But when they start talking about that gods, fucking Apollo and Zeus and shit, I just, my, I don't know what it is, man. My synapses just fucking glaze over. I cannot fucking... Uh, so
0: you die. never played Assassin's Creed Odyssey or Odyssey? No. oh, so guy. good. Okay, no, yeah. Makes yeah. sense.
1: No, but, no did, so did you play this game then? Yes, yeah. Uh You know, Dude. I fired it up, Disappointment Inevitable, and god damn it, a fucking flight, it's all so good. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking <laughs> great, man! Yeah, it's also good. Yes, uh, that's I'm adding this to the list, list man. Yeah, I'm I don't adding this to the okay, list. okay. I didn't put it on the list, I don't think, but that's I like I, I I understand maybe. why one would. Yeah, it's got so it's not one hit death bullshit. You have a few HP units. Applaud that you can charge your attack for a powered up one. Yes, which so, I didn't even
0: know until halfway through the first level. I was yeah, like, wait a minute. Yeah, okay. so
1: so you're encouraged to make the and again, this is always this is what I loved about the last one that I uh, what was it. Not whip rush. Hellfire, hellfire. Yeah, They're like I love when they do something to change up the. This is not just hitting the button over and over and over again. But yeah, they you're encouraged to make real time strategy decisions about whether you want to trade attack frequency for attack power. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's awesome. And then yeah, I was immediately stacking cool and varied power ups for the dude, which is cool and you know required for a good sh- uh, shmup. I think the parallax scrolling backgrounds. Yeah. Down below your sprite are gorgeous, you know, because yeah, you're you're a flying dude, so you're up above the clouds, but you can see what's down below, and it's all scrolling parallax, so it looks fucking great. The enemies were cool and varied, the hitboxes, controls, all good. Lots of personality,
0: man, Yeah, for this game. Lots yep. of personality and just vivid imagery. It's
1: I, I was like, whoa,
0: this is the first game that I played from this. I was like, hell yeah, man. Let's play some more. Let's go. Yeah,
1: Yeah. You, so yeah, your dude. You're talking about just charm and stuff, personality. Your dude Apollo is riding a Pegasus in it. You know, he's not flying with wings or anything. He's got he's riding this horse with wings. So when you die, it's got a. I presume you died and you saw this too, Ooh. but yeah, it's got a it's got a really cool death animation of him falling off the horse horse to his death down below, and it's got the you know the appropriate accompanying Arr! sound cue yeah. and stuff. You know, it's just yeah, it's really ton of game app quality shit in here. I think yeah, so oh, I, yeah. I was. I was very, very surprised with this one.
0: It's a feeling you elicit when you actually get hit and get knocked off. Your, it's like, oh, that feeling. Yes, yeah. That feeling. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Super Volleyball from Video System, released by Sega of America, comes after that. And total volleyball action that puts you in the game. Go for the spike. This is tournament play at its best. And I don't know, man. I just can't get up for a volleyball game. I don't know. You know, like, like with the one yeah. exception of Super Spike V-Ball and NES, I like yes. that one a lot. But... It's, yeah, this is 100% from the side angle on play two, which I think is just, it just is not, you know, you have no depth to the court, basically. So that is a really lame choice for yeah. a volleyball game, I think. You have like your people at the net, you got your person back where the serving area would be, and then I think maybe another one between them, you know, and it's just, uh, yeah, it just felt so. It's a pass. Yeah. Maybe if you're a devout volleyball enthusiast, I don't know, I'm not one of those, but perhaps if you are, this will do it for you, but did not do it for me. Next we have Gray Matter Developed, Razor Soft Released, Techno Cop, and this is the same company as the Fat Man game, so I was ready for this to be fucking out there. And the description is, you're a cop, detective, and road warrior of the future. Your mission is to rid society of radical gangs of punks and thugs, arm yourself, and aim straight. Based on the description and what we know about Slaughter Sport, I think it's safe to say the chief decision maker of RazorSoft had a very, very serious coke problem, and I hope, <laughs> I hope he found peace in his life, man. Like this, uh, further, yeah, further solidified when like you fire this game up and the RazorSoft company logo comes up at the top of this game, and it is, it's a. You know, it's first of all, it's long and drawn out. You know, it's like very egotistical, which again, coke, coke, problem. <laughs> and and like, it's it's in a, like a pink neon like a bar light. It looks like a fucking bar light. You know, spinning at us in outer space. It's just, I don't know. It's just straight out of a dingy dive bar. And again, just like coke, 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 coke. Everything about <laughs> it is just coke fucking culture. You know, it just uh. And the game too. Right in line with that is absolutely fucking bonkers. The title screen yeah. comes up, <laughs> yeah. The title screen comes up, and it's some, it's like Scorsese movie poster vibes, dude. It's like a dimly lit yes. dude, like really hard shadows. You got a gun drawn in front of a Night City skyline. They drop a voice sample in here with the like really funky title music Techno Cop Busted, you know. <laughs> Dude, like, it's just, I can oh, yeah, just, uh, I could just see them all, This like, in a boardroom, like, fucking making these decisions, just coke everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. So, uh, yeah, I hit start. Um. I guess all this, yeah, all this stuff set up, right? And, like, you have a certain idea in your mind what this might be <laughs> when you start the game. You hit start. And a prospective driving game comes up, a la Rad Racer or OutRun. But, like, much closer to NES quality graphics than OutRun, I would say. So, like, shitty, a shitty driver. Yeah, right, I had to do a fucking double take. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. Am, am, oh. I, am I running over
0: the motorcyclists? Am I supposed to shoot them? Like, yeah, yeah. so, yeah, you start
1: going. And, like, all it, all it amounts to is, like, a really poorly designed runaround. While you wait for a crime assignment from like the dispatch, the cop dispatch or whatever. So you're just driving around. It doesn't give you any like goal or purpose. There's no like map that shows, oh, you're driving to here or anything, right? So you like, and your car has a mounted machine gun that didn't even seem to affect the motorcyclists or cars did you get the gun to like hit anything oh yeah i definitely ended up shooting cars eventually you got okay. be kind of like
0: get the right distance behind them to shoot them i, I figured it out but after a uh, while it was kind of like see i
1: didn't why am i
0: shooting these it, it wasn't until after the second kind of instance that i was
1: like oh, oh i'm so okay proud now of you. i have a i'm goal, so proud of you that you confused. got that far holy fuck so i oh, yeah man. so i didn't shoot shit i'm just like swerving around things you're uh, until again like there's no indicator it's not even like If you're waiting for this dispatch thing, there should be like a radio visual or something that's like uh, suggests that you're waiting for something, like scanning, scanning, or something. You know what I mean? Like something that just like informs you that you're waiting for something. There's nothing to suggest that you're waiting for some stimuli. You're just like, I'm just like, what am I fucking doing here? And like, it went on like that for way too long, (laughs) like way too long, way too long. So you get the call. And, my and like, you don't, you don't make the choice. You get the call, and my dude just automatically hits the brakes and jerks the wheel to send the yeah. car careening off into the grass field uh, next to the road, and he gets out of the car. And it goes from that, and, like, you're not at a destination. You don't – there's nothing there. You can't see any, like, building or you're not in a city now. And this is like
0: you're pulling off the road. Yeah. Off to the side of right. the
1: road. Right, so yeah, so it goes from that and then cuts to a side-scrolling action sequence where your cop dude is traversing what is clearly a crack house full of mohawk dudes and typical urban thug archetypes from the time. You know, renegade dudes. Pug rocks, like uh, punk rockers. (laughs) Yeah, there's like, you know, fucking graffiti on the walls. There's like shit debris and stuff all over the place. They're just like popping out of rooms, you know, like on tweak mode, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, so you can shoot these dudes. And they are just absolutely obliterated after taking a single shot. Like Dude. you hit you hit them with one bullet, and they just fucking explode. What, in, what is this game? The yeah. gore, like the blood, just everywhere. I was like, yeah. "Whoa!" Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah, they explode into then they they like hit the ground in this like pile of blood and bones. You yeah, know? it's so hyper hyper. You know,
0: it was it was honestly shocking. Like not like not like I care about gore. I play gore games. Right, exactly. But I like fuck? for what I was playing, I was kind of like whoa, yeah. Literally like a <laughs> yeah. whoa a lot. yeah this
1: was a fucking a lot dude yeah and like it it sucks that you weren't able to find saw or not technosaw jesus um the, the fat the fat man game yeah. yeah because it's like it was just so in line with it because like i don't I think i mentioned it but when you get fucking knocked out in that game you go to the ground and you're just in like a puddle of blood dude like the dude is just Fucked up, and like the idea that he's getting up from that okay and fighting again is insane. <laughs> like you know, so it's just yeah, so over the top. And again, coke problem. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's just uh, very much in line. There's so much, so much correlation between these two games. Uh, and
0: at least, at least they do give you the option to like use a net. So if you if you wanted to avoid the splattery, splattery. Yeah, you that's a, you know, net, we'll, we'll, but we'll it's get so weird.
1: Yeah, we'll get to. They have a two banger later. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about this, but like you know. <laughs> it's, it supports the thing, but yeah, like I, you know, why? If you can, like, yeah, it tell. I think it, it says in the game you can bring them in, dead or alive, and I'm sure it's in the manual, which I of course yeah. didn't read. But like, so yeah, you have a net as an option, but why would you? like, Why would you deal with that? I don't know. It just doesn't make any, you know. There's just no incentive to do that. I don't think. Uh, but I guess again, I didn't. I didn't. I died. I ran out of lives in that house. So you beat the crack house and got out to the second thing. Yeah,
0: like I. Well, no, I went through it all. And then it was like, oh, sorry, so-and-so got away, head back out. So I just went back out on the street and- Do you have to like, go all go the back way through? You, you have to go all the way back out Man, you yeah, I had to go Fuck. all the way back through, and then I'm driving again. And But it, then it's like immediately, it tells you like, you know, 17 kilometers until you get to the spot where the, he's, okay. where the person is again,
1: you know? Supposed to be. So then so, I knew like, all right, maybe I don't so you're definitely. Sheep, I just need so, to drive so you're, fast and get there. You're definitely, well, I guess we don't know that either, but do you feel like there's any chance you could have actually caught him in that first crack house? I don't know cuz I was I guess maybe but I don't, still don't
0: know who they You are. have you, you have, have like I, mean? a, like I see where You have like a so.
1: boss battle kind of thing at the end, don't you? Or did I just die? I can't remember. I don't remember having a boss. That's not that, that's not a good sign to not be sure is a, is not a good sign.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like I don't remember. I know I shot a lot of people. Yeah. I don't know man. <laughs> I don't know.
1: And it's, yeah, that part is super clunky too. It's not, it doesn't feel at all good. And it doesn't even, it doesn't even, yeah. neither game modes look like they're on in Genesis. They do not look good enough. Like the title screen art is far and away. I mean, that's true for a lot of games. So maybe that's a bad way to express that, but the game does not look good. Neither, neither game mode looks good. The driving or the side scrolling yeah. action stuff.
0: I don't know, man. Plus, I don't know. Maybe I've just gotten older in my sensibilities. Like, I don't, I don't care if I'm a techno cop, like, I don't know. There's just something weird about. I'm just driving it and I'm just going and I'm exploding the criminals every time. Yeah, like, yeah, man. Yeah. Eh. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs>
1: yeah. Even if I'm a, even if I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> even if I'm a techno cop. Yeah. Nah, it was not. It did not feel good. But want to know more? I want to interview. I got to fuck. We got to. I got. I got to do it. got to do order of Urdric interview episode with the fucking guy yes. who runs runs that company and made, was making the decisions over there. There's, yeah, no like way he's, there's no way he's still alive. He definitely died in a <laughs> pool of his own vomit in the mid to late 90s, for sure. <laughs> there's no way that guy's alive. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, last new business here is a Konami-developed, micro-net-released puzzler called Junction, an action puzzle game. You must control blocks in order to pass to designated points. But be careful to avoid deadly enemies as you proceed. And woo, is that a bad marketing blurb? It's so fucking boring. <laughs> so I was hoping the game did a better job of engagement. And yeah, man, this is it's a really fucking good puzzle game and a completely unique mechanic I'd never seen before. Did you fuck with it?
0: I did not. I actually somehow skipped over this one. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah, it's a, it's a large board made up of slide puzzle tiles. So... Um, you know, like the thing in Final Fantasy. But it's at isometric, like kind of a, a little bit of an angle. And the the tiles, instead of a picture, they have different types of grooves cut in them. So it's, it's like straight lines, curved lines, intersections, etc. And there's a ball that starts rolling slowly along in in the groove on one tile in the upper left corner. And there's one open tile on the board up ahead of the track that it's on. So if it falls in that hole, life lost, try again. That's the the game loop, right? The game cycle. And if you... So you have to slide pieces around the board to make a track for the ball to roll along to the destination. Ah, uh, okay. And so, you know, I wasn't even... I couldn't exactly figure out what that was at first. I eventually did. So, again, read the manual. All that goes away. But there's a bunch of little things here to add variance and such. There's, like, little oh-shit track tiles that go off the side of the board and disappear after using them. So they're kind of, like... Not unlike in Zoom, how there's the tiles you can't see that you can jump to to get away from the enemies for a second if you want. You know, it's kind of like that vibe to them, like, like I said, oh shit tiles. And you're able to manipulate the speed of the ball if you want. So if you have it all set up and you want to just burn through, because it's time too, so you get more points, of course, the faster you do it. So you're incentivized to do it quickly. So you can speed the ball up to make it go faster. Or you can slow it back down if you hit a point where you need to move shit around, you know. And I'm sure later stages have. You know, more complicating things about them, but really great background art that also very zoomy, like kind of uh, that mm, really colorful silhouetted fucking things in the background, you know, like nature scapes and shit. And they have a very, very cute opening title sequence, also not unlike Zoom. Like, I can't believe it's not the same developer, to be honest with you. But oh, wait, Micronet konami developed though so this is konami yeah, yeah so either way it, it's it's a opening sequence where you are, are emoted to this cute little armadillo that turns into the ball so you know the ball has meaning to you you know which is smart oh, okay. smart smart game design and they like he like turns into this ball and then he hops in a hole and like you're in, you start the game you know so pretty fucking cute and yeah i had no idea that genesis was such a banger parade for puzzlers <laughs> You know, like uh, absolutely, yeah. This is the shit worth playing. This this is a perfect puzzler, time kill game for sure. Um, what's the what's
0: the goal? Like, I just watched a video of somebody doing the first level, and I don't understand like how you know what the goal is. You just that's why that's why like. I said
1: I couldn't discern it at first, and like I just got huh. to th- I got to the bottom right corner, and it, the st- first stage ended. So yeah, they d- That's definitely a maybe a a flaw, <laughs> and I don't I don't know if that changes. I just started the second board and didn't even get it cuz it it is a little bit of a slow plotting thing. So again, getting through all these games like this is a fucking packed issue. So I was I did not hang with this one as long as maybe I would have liked to, which is why I added to the list. But yeah, there's no it does not notate the end goal well enough at all, you know. So you need to play the game and know what you're looking at, I guess. And maybe you know, <laughs> honestly, I think I started in the top left corner of that second stage too. So it might just be get to the bottom right every time. I have no idea. But um that's certainly maybe a little bit of a, a knock, but again, once you know what you're doing, that goes away. So, <laughs> but very fun, very cool, and very unique. Like I've never seen that kind of puzzler before. A two banger on our last game up alum Strider comes at us in a full ball to the wall fashion next, and they start with arcade action hits home. Look out, Strider hang glides straight from the arcade to your Genesis system, and they give us that same starburst on the box cover, eight mega memory. And nearly the entire first page's worth of copy is devoted to explaining how technically impressive it was to fit a 32 megabyte arcade game into an 8 megabyte cart that looks so great. And I suppose they are right to be proud of that, in fairness. But, again, it's the kind of thing that, like, yes, maybe older players are into, but, like, the kids reading this mag had to just be like... <laughs> I mean, the the only thing
0: that I'm I'm sitting here thinking about this, like, in what way would this have kind of reached me as a kid? And I'm like... I loved arcades. I absolutely loved going to the arcades. And every time we traveled as a kid, like, like, let me go. to Is there an arcade nearby mom and dad? Yes. Awesome. Is there an arcade in the hotel? Awesome. So like I could see reading this and thinking like, despite the technical aspects of the, the mega memory or whatever thinking like, wait a minute. So if they're saying they actually can take like the actual arcade graphics, gameplay, all that stuff and put it exactly here, then, then I can, then I'm like, if that's what you're saying, okay, then that, okay.
1: Then and you, it, you know what? I wrote these notes. That I, I did the, I went through this magazine before I got that main version. I guess really it's worth saying how I already highlighted or, or re-highlighting what I already highlighted and saying that like, holy fuck did they nail this or nail that game mm-hmm. as far as the port of it. So yeah, very, absolutely like true. That I see. Like, yeah, because they,
0: me, like, yeah, it's clear. Like, even I, I love my Nintendo the arcade is still the arcade, you know, yeah. it's still better, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> So they say in here that Sega uh, is quoting a 50 to 75-hour expected playtime on this game. And for 50 pretty... 50 to 75 hours? Yeah, that's fucking crazy, right? They, they for what? So it's, it's five pretty short levels. And I just think that is just a fucking insane statement that's to madness. make in a public forum. Like, it's hard as fuck. Absolutely hard as fuck. Okay. So maybe if you're just beating your head against the wall for 49 to 74 of those hours, sure. But... It is crazy to say even the low side of that 50, 50 hours. Like, I did a podcast note-taking thing of the game.
0: And I did not spend that much time. Yeah.
1: If I would have, we just would have skipped the episode. Right? <laughs> yeah, it was just fucking wild. Or certainly wouldn't have gotten it done in two weeks or however long it took us. Three weeks, however long between those episodes. So yeah, that's a fucking crazy statement, and that's also foreshadowing for a later statement they're going to make in the same vein that is even fucking crazier. So that was very important (laughs) to highlight that. Little sidebar, one of these screenshots is of the Amazon level, and it's captioned as, The Amazon women in the rainforest throw axes and boomerangs. Listen for their war chant. Uh, and that is as if you can fucking miss it as incessantly as you hear it in that part of the level. It was like just constant, 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 constant. So I thought that was a crazy little piece of copy to cook up like fucking <laughs> like you need to listen to it or listen for it rather. Clearly the, they have not played for the ge- They
0: have not played the game.
1: Yeah. yeah, I guess. The Game Doctor is next. And this is kind of wild. There's never been anything like this in Nintendo Power or Game Pro. These are just questions about hardware, like compatibility, release myths, etc. And like Nintendo Power has a mailbox and game questions thing, you know, but an entirely dedicated hardware question uh, queue feature is like a really interesting choice to me, I think, you know. I just it was they had this in the first one and I think it you know, I think it was similarly like yeah, you know, I think it was the same deal, but just I don't know that really jumped out to me this time how unique of an idea that is.
0: Yeah, I'm like this is all like Clearly, all curated about like their upcoming releases and what they're working on, sure, it was sure, sure, sure. fascinating. I mean, I'm like, I can't believe that they shared like about the Sega CD. Like, yes, we are working on that. Like, yes, we are working on that too. It's kind of like interesting strategy, Pat. And let's
1: see how it plays out. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, and that's it. But I think that totally like the they they don't do that now because. Information already moves so fast. But back then, first of all, there's some lag time between when people are, this information is going out and when it's being consumed. You know, so there's a little bit of time lapse there. And also, I think, you know, Sega is playing catch up here. So they're like trying to tease you as much as they possibly can.
0: That's what I was wondering. I wanted to, like, I didn't want to spend the time to look up every, but I kind of wanted to look up every little thing that they. Talked about like when was this released? Like, what was the earliest mention of this? Like, are they playing catch up, or are they like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or are they just like putting a lot of stuff out there? Another guys have commonly asked questions just to let you know. Look at all the shit we got coming, folks. Like, yeah. check it out. You
1: yeah. Know? Yeah, what I think those? probably the latter. <laughs> so the last one, in the first column is asking whether the modem they're selling in Japan will be coming stateside. And what the Doc reiterates what I believe he said in the first installment of this issue. This was also. In that first issue, and he talked about this, that it's only really used for home banking in Japan. Mm-hmm. And I just cannot believe that people were doing their banking tasks via Mega Drive over there. That is so nuts. No chance. Yeah, like, come on now. Like, what do you mean? So, yeah, so nuts. So nuts. It was
0: dude. home banking in 1990 in Japan with a modem.
1: With a fucking Genesis. The fuck the modem part. Right?
0: Like, <laughs>
1: that's fucking crazy. How did they. What? Dude, having a modem, like
0: I had a game, like I had a modem in 1990 because my brother worked at freaking CompuServe and like all these like computer, cause he worked in computer tech. So we had, I was kind of like, whoa, like I mean, nobody yeah. else I knew had the computers and stuff that I had at least at this, at this time, this exact time in
1: 1990. In 1990. I yeah. definitely didn't. I didn't get the hand me down from my uncle of that IBM PS one until it was at least a couple more years yeah 8th yeah, grade ninth grade something like that so like somewhere That's between what I'm saying. This somewhere is so between 93 and 95 man. he i don't i don't even know if he had it yet but that had a 2400 baud modem in it that i was like playing around on bbss and stuff so yeah i if if i did have it yet I, it was very new but so yeah that that component is wild too for sure <laughs> but again i just think the trust factor you would have had to instill in users to get them to fuck with their money on a Genesis. Because, like, I don't know. I, I guess the culture over there for video games was a little more, you know, I'm sure adults were, I'm not, I'm not sure, but maybe I'm guessing that adults were a little more into video gaming on the whole than maybe than the U.S. at the time, and, and that is why they would have been a little more accepting of it. But, yeah, I just, I mean that probably is it that is 100% it because just parents weren't fucking around with these you know and like I'm thinking of it from that perspective of comfort and familiarity with, with game systems that just did not exist here and maybe that was already there for that for for them and it was less of a steep incline to get to oh how about doing some banging on this also <laughs>
0: On our next episode, the rise of mobile banking habits
1: in Japan in yeah,
2: 1890. Like yeah, I would love to
1: know more about that for sure. A that deep is, dive. That is compelling as fuck of a topic to me. The Genesis does Nintendo 3-Banger makes its appearance next, featuring Sword of Vermilion, And we've touched on this fantasy RPG before. Wanted to like it, but just couldn't get into it, and without some nostalgia for that kind of... RPG of this era, it's really hard to make the leap to devoting the time necessary to to Dude, give it a fair shake. You know, they. But it this looks,
0: is, it looks really good, man. It looks really good. I wanna I wanna have the time to play it. I really did. I was like, man, this is taking a lot of time. Like, I can't. It's a I little. Even this. again, I,
1: having some familiarity with Fantasy Star One and then the SMS, and then f- having dabbled with the Fantasy Stars, and then other you know, having Genesis and playing, you know, Warriors of the Eternal Sun. So you know, I under I know I have the I'm I'm RPG literate on the genesis to begin with you know so I have some level I think of in, uh, of understanding of what I'm looking at <laughs> as soon as I see it you know and it's a little basic kind of mm. There's just not enough there. It, it felt kind of... It empty.
0: looks very... It looks very much like Final Fantasy 1, like Menu, or like Dragon Warrior, like sure. we're playing Menu. I'm like, oh, well, it, this
1: looks like the exact same,
0: only with better graphics.
1: Yeah, style <laughs> for sure, but like the, the world felt a little empty to me, I guess. Uh, you Ah, know? so, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. But, it, the, but the main thing I want to bring up from here is, yes, continuing on from that 50 to 75 hour Strider quote, they have... They quote, this is a 300 hour game. Like, get a fucking... Grip like, I don't know. It's insane. That's insane. Like Skyrim. Like, there's no modern game that even comes close to that. Like, even a third of that. A hundred hours is kind of like, I'm just hanging out in Skyrim. I beat the game 50 hours ago. You know.
0: Like, <laughs> well, I would say, modern games, yes. Like, I I spent I spent a hundred hours in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and there's still some more DLC, and there's still more like some side quests I can do. You know what I mean? So I can see that. But three hundred hours. The funny thing is I saw that quote and I was kinda like, an RPG, you can definitely get lost. Right. But that's that's a lot of time, man. Yeah. That is a lot of time. Like, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> yeah, there's Like are thing. you like is the grind real? Like did they overestimate you know what I
1: mean? <laughs> right, yeah, no, it's it's get a fucking grip, there's just no way. Even with no the stupidest kid without a single bit of strategy guide help. Not nah, getting to 300 hours. No way. It's <laughs> no way. It it's fucking crazy. Like a
0: hundred page, like map kind of, like I, that scares me. Like, yeah. the, <laughs> yeah, no that, way. Yeah, Cause if it really thought. is 300 hours, you're telling me you created this epically long, long thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to commit to that. That's so yeah. much. That's yeah. too much in my life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Too big of a statement. Yeah. <laughs> wild. Fucking wild. The library page here is the same one in the last Game Pro, so we've discussed and played all the games there that are out except Sega-developed and published Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse and Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters 2 doesn't exist on the Genesis, and I'm fairly certain that's a screenshot of just Ghostbusters, so this is a typo, so we can gloss, gloss right over that. I was have, wondering what yeah, is happening here. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we have talked about that. But Mickey Mouse hits in November, and that makes it, Fair game now, which it was not when we saw it in Game Pro. So let's party! There is solid pixel art and a Disney horrific opening cinematic se- sequence setting up the inevitable abduction of Minnie from right out under Mickey's nose, and it's that witch, Miserable, uh, adversary of his in this case. I don't have the Mickey Mouse has never really been my jam. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure I watched plenty of Mickey Mouse shit as a kid, but I don't know the names and stuff, so that was a little bit of a refresher for me. But it's the witch adversary, and he takes her to a castle that looks, or she takes her to a castle that looks like the crystal one in Conan the Destroyer, uh, or maybe Barbarian, I'm not sure, but it's just that that one that falls into the ocean after they break all the mirrors, you know, it looked just like that to me, so that was a cool little callback, I thought, if that's what it was, I don't know, but this, I mean, looks, feels, plays great. Music was a little basic bitch for my taste, but that's probably intentional being Disney, but it's certainly not bad and the game this game is very highly thought of uh I was pretty sure going into it, so I you know was not surprised to find all these things, but I have never spent any time with it really have uh, is this one you've ever Oh yeah,
0: I I definitely have fun fun memories. I was gonna say you're you're,
1: you're a little game. more Disney predisposed, I think. than, than oh, me, yeah, as a kid. So even outside of me not having the Genesis, I would have thought maybe you fucked with it a little. Yeah, but I, I assume you played it for this too. Just try to it. Uh, I did not play it
0: for this because of no,
1: that. yeah. Oh really? Okay, so yeah, I, I already know. Like this is okay, This okay. Is a hot game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, obviously worth Game app territory. I think so. Yeah, it goes pretty, without saying. Yeah, pretty. Like and, and
0: it's funny because I don't know when I played it or why. Cause I only had a Genesis. Like we rented a Genesis a couple times. And I think that may have been the situation in which I played this. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, I played the hell out of
1: this. That's game. crazy to me, dude. That must've been, I mean? that must've been such a treat. Oh like, man. Renting- it was either that or like at my cousin's
0: house. Cause my cousins definitely had a Genesis. And so it might've been like one of those situations. Cause I definitely, this definitely. Yeah. This. yeah.
1: It's absolutely beautiful. It feels great. It looks great. It's just, yeah, really clearly a, a, a lot of uh, tender loving care. In this one, no doubt. That is the Phileos Stage 3, The Sky of Pelbolios theme. And I can't believe... All right, I can't believe it, but I felt like that was a deliberate choice to stick me with that one, knowing I would have to read it and, and having that crazy-ass title. <laughs> I, I, I
0: definitely thought about having to pronounce that, and I was like, ah.
1: <laughs> that seems more suited for the middle of the podcast. <laughs> we are heading into a gauntlet of game features now, starting with a page on Afterburner 2 and a page and a half for game app alum Moonwalker. Afterburner is a fun for about 11 seconds game before its non-description repetitiveness starts shining through, and we have discussed that. Uh, I do like these layouts a lot, though. The in the magazine itself, they're they're themed well and look great. It's a uh, it's like a professional magazine. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sega hasn't been able to swing that to date, really. So that's worth mentioning. There is no mention of bubbles in the Moonwalker feature, though, and that is some bush league bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a half page on the to-be-released, on Christmas, Pat Riley's basketball shares real estate with Moonwalker. And as you'd expect from a coach indoor sports game, the copy here suggests they are attempting to employ a lot of strategy in the gameplay on this thing. And you're, you know, able to choose between man or zone defense. And uh, there's also some of the cutscene head-to-head stuff where we're hitting a button to stop a cursor in a certain place on a bar that will determine the dunk and block proficiencies thing that we saw in what was that all-star basketball? Is that what that was? We saw.
0: Um, Oh yeah. I think so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, some cool ideas with it. Uh, again, it's not out yet, so we won't talk about it, but I, again, I don't, I don't have, I can't remember liking it. And that makes me think I probably, there's a reason for that. (laughs) You'd be correct. Yeah, <laughs> You'd okay. Be correct. Okay, fair. Ghostbusters gets a full pager next, which we've also seen and discussed, but reading this made me want to play it yet again. <laughs> like, the levels sound cool. They speak so highly of it here, and they do mention uh, an in-game boss rush that probably sucks, but I still reading it here, I wanted to give it a try and try again, man. And I don't know, it's so fucking weird. Like, it looks good, it sounds good, it controls good, but it's just... Somehow, not that good. It's not like that the, yeah. The, yeah, the, <laughs> the one the one fucking shooter we were talking about earlier. Like all the parts are good, why isn't the game good? <laughs> and it's just I don't know. It's just not. Bummer, bummer, bummer. Because obviously that IP. I mean, I want to like that IP. Yeah. So you would think. Yeah, I'm even further incentivized to predisposed to to care for it and enjoy it, but it's, I just can't. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Herzog's Way gets a full page next, and this is that really bizarre military strategy joint I kind of crushed on a little bit when we first saw it. And very little is dedicated to table setting in the copy here. It's almost all just bullet points of strategy and tips for your campaign. And you cannot even kind of give this game a fair shake without sitting down and reading the manual cover to cover. And like, if I recall correctly, the manual is like 60 fucking pages. It's like an oh, insane, man. insane Bible of, of shit to... to parse, you know, and get a ha- handle on to actually play the game. So it's so complicated and dense. And, I, you know, probably some trial and error to get in the hang of playtime or in playtime as well. So even coming out of the manual, you're probably not going to have it. Uh, and and that just, it's so tough to, to do that kind of game on a platform back then, you know, on a, on a fucking 16-bit system. It makes me sad because, it's like, it's the, ga- it's the kind of game that I just wish I had seen as a kid because I know I would have fucking loved it. But it's just, it's not, fuck, it doesn't work it's now. It's not. It ever. just doesn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just not going to happen now. It's such a bummer. But maybe if we did a game FJ, maybe, <laughs> we would have the appropriate amount of time to really dive into it. I don't know, man. I
0: get the way my schedule works, you know, <laughs> night time activities, and even I don't know. Let me let me talk to my accountant, and my my booking manager, and uh, we'll get back to you on that
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm fucking starting to work too. I got to go to Atlanta on the 16th for a fucking month, so probably not the best undertaking for me either. A three banger where they continue to tout their 17 third party developer tally titled Party Line comes after that and it stated this will be a monthly feature devoted to highlighting their developer pool's releases. The bulk of this covers things we saw in that developer ad earlier in the mag, but there's a few new things we have yet to chat about in here. New Vision, which is the maker of that speedboat game Bimini Run, has an announced title called Beanball Benny that sounds like a fun <laughs> premise, a cartoon style x baseball ex-baseball-playing-taxi-driver beat up game. How many fucking crazy words is that? What? <laughs> I couldn't find any release info on this though and looking at the company's catalog Bimini is their one and only title. So uh, I guess I'm guessing Bimini didn't do so great on the sales well front. Done. Yeah. Tengen has hard driving coming out of the pipe at us in December, and this is a fully oh, yeah. polygonal racing sim that they are bringing over from the arcade. And I own it. This is a funny game with a ton of charm, and Not I really, game. yeah, I look forward to to talking about it and, and fucking with it when it hits because, yeah, it's another, it's a, again a game I think that probably it's all good. over the arcades, man. Hard driving, USA. Yeah, no, yeah, driving. yeah yeah, it it, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like they tried <laughs> it. They, it's it's a game that couldn't quite exist on home platforms well at this time but they tried anyways you know and like it's it's weird jab had it when we were kids and it's it's so weird that we loved this game and it's it's because again ah, it's because sorry. of the charm <laughs> because yeah. it is so bad in plotting like it's like it's the antithesis performance and Feel-wise, that a racing game should/slash needs to have to work, you know. But there's so much goofy shit in it that, like, kids, I think, sat around and played it anyways because you could, like, you know, going to. I just remember you could go through the loop because, like, there's two tracks. There's a a speed course and like a obstacle course, you know. Mm-hmm. And the obstacle course, one of the first things in it is this full. I wish I could think of the the Tyco racetrack that I'm trying to think of, but there's a Tyco racetrack that I want to call it. Uh, But that's irrelevant. It's a loop, a 360 loop you have to go through. And you can go just, it's like you have to be going the perfect speed for it. If you're going too fast, you'll get all the way through it. If you're going too slow, you can't get up in it. But You can be going a perfect speed where you go up it, and you get to the very top of the loop, and your car just falls down and explodes. <laughs> and, like, I don't know how many times we sat and just tried to do that intentionally, you know, because it's so much fucking fun and goofy. And I remember you could drive through and hit this cow that's standing outside of the barn and a moose at you. There was just so much dumb, goofy shit in it that you could, you know, there's a truck coming that I remember you could hit. And, like, it shows you the replay after you're after you, that's the thing, like, whenever you crash, it shows you, uh, like, a bird's eye view replay of it, so oh, you man. see it happen in the game, first person, and like through the dashboard, and, like, the dashboard cracks, and then it cuts to a bird's eye replay of it, so if you get hit by a truck, your car would just, like, get obliterated and fucking shoot off, the whatever, so just really fun game world for a racing game, but the actual racing is just, like, slow and awful, and, mm. like, so polygonal, and just, yeah, just not Good, but yeah, I hate to see it. Goofy and fun either way. So yeah, I, I think it's the kind of thing we need to do just as a fucking weird analysis for game app, You know, even though it's maybe not, and, and you know, and it's not like those. There's kind of like Herzog's we were just talking about. Like, it's not so. It's so. It's so bite sized in in concept and actual gameplay that you don't have to devote a lifetime to to having that fun with it and talking right. about it. You know what I mean? So I think it's uh, good game up fodder. Look forward to that. But that's it for that uh, section that we haven't talked about. Another new feature, Visions and Views in the News, gets one page now, and this is their uh, pro news report, kind of. And it's just various Sega-related news bites, as you'd expect. And the first one is on a tourney they're putting on, the Sega Genesis Video Game College Tournament. And that's a very clever, fun name packed with originality. But <laughs> you know I love shit like this. So I started hunting around on the interwebs trying to find evidence of this actually occurring. I found nothing.
0: I was so about I, to say, I bet you found nothing. Yeah, <laughs>
1: absolutely nothing. So yeah, I posted this on the, the Sega and the Genesis subreddits, hoping for some participant hits or something. Uh, didn't get any, though, unfortunately. Um, kind of reads like just trying to bite off the Nintendo World Championships, but with college kids instead of kid kids. And actually, that got me Googling, too. And it very little turned up on it too, but Nintendo had a campus challenge tournament also. So, even nice. that aspect of it is not necessarily original. You know, they were still butting off Nintendo with that too. But uh, I always assumed Sego was like we talked about earlier. Their their core demo was skewing older anyways. So college yeah. makes makes a lot of sense. Uh, as far but as it's I can. so
0: generic. I kept I, I reread this twice because I was like. Where? Which college did they say? Like, where are they Dude, doing and 60, it?
1: 60 campuses world nationwide, they say. So Yeah, if, yeah I don't exactly. know if it actually happened or not. But exactly. Moonwalker and Joe Montana Football were the two games mentioned for the competition. I don't know if there were more than that. But those are the two that are cited here. And the way the prize breakdown shit worked, they had top four winners on each campus get 250 bucks for first place, 100 bucks for second, 50 for two-thirds, and then each got a free Sega Genesis. So that was the actual purpose of this, was just to get Sega's... Into college campuses. So smart. And you could also win teas and Burger King coupons, as well as a chance at a 91 Jeep Wrangler. Um, And then, so out of those 60 campus tournaments, they picked 30 top winners to get all expense paid trips to Hawaii, which is pretty cool, uh, for a national competition. And the top prize at the national competition was an Eagle Talon TSI, all-wheel drive vehicle. I had no idea what that was. So I looked up pictures, and it dude, it looks like my buddy AGB from high schools. He had a, a nine, an early 90s blue Ford Probe, that's what it looks like to me, a fucking Ford Probe. So all-wheel drive for it. I don't know why you need all-wheel drive for a, a shitty little coupe like that, but... Whatever. <laughs> Either way, man. If I if I had been walking
0: through the oval and is seeing a freaking Genesis booth, like come and test, oh, like in psh, in him the door down, up. yeah, kick him the door <laughs>
1: down, in yeah, for sure. Uh, and then the cash prizes from that national competition were twenty five hundred for first, fifteen hundred for second, and then four There were two fourth places that each got a thousand. So pretty nice little purses for a college kid, no question. Um, in nineteen ninety, yeah. If it all happened. I don't know if it did or not. <laughs> they are pounding their chests about the Nintendo ad campaign. And here as well, they close the blurb out with, The ads show what savvy Sega gamers have known all along. That Genesis, with Sega's arcade supremacy behind it, beats the pants off Nintendo's 8 system. Every time. <laughs> that's just a, that's a hardcore fucking they piece of comedy. Making, <laughs> they are making
0: sure you know that like mm-hmm. messaging. You've yep. got that 100%.
1: And next we get a two-banger spread for Razorsoft's TechnoCop that we talked about earlier. And there's a lot going on here with this ad, as you would expect there would be the dude in the game is here. He's back to a... His back, rather, is to a dingy brick wall, and a huge gun is drawn. And there's... He has feathered blonde hair, a perfect five o'clock shadow, beneath impressively reflective and massive lensed sunglasses. And the gun is described here as a 95 auto mag, designed for internal explosion of human targets. So they try to explain that ridiculous death animation in the game with with that. Right. Uh, That's fucking hardcore. The 95 auto mag. My dad had a 357 magnum and that's like supposedly the most fucking high octane gun you can get magnum wise is not in real life so 95 sounds like a really intense <laughs> <laughs> robocop gun maybe there's a not suggestive for children under 12 warning in the corner and the free poster oh, order think. form strip on the top right has an age field on it because no kids are going to lie about that to get this free poster with $3 postage and handling they stole from Mom's Purse, right? So, yeah, they're, they're trying to, like, oh distance gosh. themselves from the kids that this game should not be in the hands of. But it's, it's you know, obviously. They're trying to, like,
0: de-liability themselves. <laughs> like, look, right. we put it on the age. We, we put it here. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah.
1: yeah. Can't have litigation cut into my Coke money. We got to make sure we do we we're be cool about this. <laughs> then this issue's Niles Nemo comic comes backstage in Sega land is the title lane and Niles is off the deep end on some columns shit in this installment. He's just wandering the sidewalk in town in a wee daze thinking about his his bejeweled combos. (laughs) And when he gets back to the pad, he falls asleep eating pineapple pizza and playing columns, then dreams about a Sega land backstage where he gets to visit the inner workings behind the scenes of a columns game. There's like, you know, fucking kind of Greek, mythology themed dudes walking around setting up the columns to like fall down into this pit you know um so yeah they try to give it like a as if there's like the the wizard behind the curtain of your sega yeah. genesis games you know so okay yeah. sure <laughs> yeah. it's cool after, enough <laughs> yeah after these messages
0: we'll be right back
1: genesis does- who does the world- most fun cartoon character in a hot new 16-bit game. Does. Who does Disney animation as only a 16-bit video game can? Genesis does. Genesis does. Genesis does.
2: Genesis does. Genesis,
1: does. Genesis, does. Does. Genesis does. Who gives you thirty dollars cash back when you buy a new Sega Genesis system? Genesis does. Buy a Sega Genesis system now and get thirty dollars cash back. Is Mickey Mouse the world's most fun cartoon character in 1990, Jay? Uh, nah, nah. That
0: nah. argument can be made. Nah, nah, nah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> nah,
1: nah, nah. $30 cash back. Ain't nothing to shake a stick at, though. Uh, I can probably grab a lightly jammed copy of Columns at Video Game Exchange for for that amount. So that's a, a nice little um, opportunity. Uh, I want one of those black leather Sega jacket logo deals, Great. too. Uh, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, dudes, two really cool dudes bumping shoulders with with those with, the, the, with those matching jackets on there and that uh, up here in that that commercial, pretty fun. So the next six pages are a poorly veiled attempt to refute the blatant fact that the master system is dead, <laughs> and they start that off with a full pager on aerial assault. And this is side-scrolling shmup. That's just fine. Maybe an elite by SMS standards, but nothing anyone wanted to play in late 1990. Uh, I think we even talked about it before. And the SMS iteration of Columns is on deck after that, and it's still bejeweled. The this version is is playable, but holy shit, is it stripped down version relative to the Genesis one? Um, yeah, you know, it's obviously no shit, Sherlock. Fucking, but goes without saying. You know, but uh, doesn't make it fun <laughs> or good looking. Uh, I suppose if you're stuck with an SMS still, then sure. But yeah, the last SMS new release feature is the tech demo of why you should upgrade to a Genesis ESWAT, And then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just NES black box Kung Fu, but with a gun. You might recall that from the last game pro app. And then they look back to Alex kid in Shinobi world with a strategy feature on it. And this is probably the best of the Alex kid games. I think we decided, but that is not saying much. And they wind this part of our lives down with a two-banger titled "New Hot Titles for Your Sega Master System," that they doubled down on with a background full of blazing fire. <laughs> a, um, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, it, it, it like,
0: makes sense. I mean, it, it has your your standard white Sega background. You're like kind of know and love, but at the same time, man, like if that's if that's all you got, like I get it.
1: But, I, I, I suppose <laughs> <laughs> they have 15 released SMS titles pictured. They list another eight, then tease four more, licensed ones they think are are fire coming down the pipe. Joe Montana, Pat Riley, Buster Douglas, Michael Jackson. So they have all those Genesis games coming on the SMS as well. Then there's release titles we have not seen. There's Super Monaco GP, which wasn't anything special in the Genesis, so you know this isn't going to be fun. And I didn't even fucking bother with it. And then Dead Angle, which is an 89 release of a first-person action shooter with Mafia theming and... I think we've seen it before, but I, I turned it on, and I, it didn't look familiar to me, so I, I fucked it a little. Uh, it actually performs pretty well for a game you're controlling with a crosshair on a D-pad, like, but it's it's probably, should be, it's barely a video game. It's, <laughs> like, calling it a video game is a little bit of a stretch. Like, it might make a decent mobile game intended for 25 seconds of play at a time, like while you're waiting in line for something. But the idea of sitting down to play this in front of a TV as a video game is fucking crazy. Like you're, you're just killing a certain number of, like a, they give you a number of dudes that are tumbling out of windows and running in from off screen. And they all look absolutely identical. And there's a pretty fun desk screen. The copy reads, don't stand in front of the enemy, which is good advice when the enemy is shooting guns at you, I suppose, but a little bit goofy. <laughs> uh, but that's probably the funnest thing about it is after you die. And that's not really a good sign. <laughs> Um, did you try any of those? Did you? Do you? even no. do, you, do you try SMS games when you see them anymore?
0: Jeff? I do, but like not when I see something that I've already played on the Genesis, okay. like an E-Swat or something. I'm, I'm not even. I'm not going down at this point. Okay, it's like yeah. yeah.
1: Fair, fair. A full pager for the Sega Game Wizards. Their hint line that has that crazy red cutout of the phone number that yeah you know, they tell you to tear <laughs> off and hang near your red phone. Near, near, yeah. hang near your phone and. Should we call this number right now, Jay?
0: Dude... I I think think we we
1: might have to. I I think we should call this number right now. What game are we calling for tips on? Uh, eSWAT. We're calling for tips on eSWAT. 415-871-GAME.
0: What area code is that? 415?
1: Yeah, I don't know.
2: Available. Please leave
1: a message after the tone. Hi, I'm trying to reach the Sega Game Wizards. Me and my buddy, uh, Gentleman JB, are sitting here jamming on a copy of eSWAT on the SMS. And it's a tough game to get into, but we're trying our best, and we're curious whether you had any hints for the level 2 boss. Um, we're just getting our, we're just ramming our head against the wall here. So, when you get in, if you could give us a call back, my number is 614 291 3028. And if you call within the next 30 minutes, we could even get you on our podcast here. So, look forward to hearing from you. Thanks so much. Okay, bye.
2: <laughs> uh, nice. Okay.
1: A full pager for that cool bustler where we discussed earlier. Junction brings us to a huge deal of a two-banger from Montana Arts for Lakers versus Celtics and the NBA playoffs. And this is a – I don't know. I did not expect to see this. This ad surprised me. I did not expect to see this here. I didn't think these were coming out quite yet. So um, it isn't out till 91, but how fucking big of a deal is this? This is the first NBA license with both teams and players and the first console game to accomplish – Either of those things, basically. So, I was
0: shocked in every way, man. Yeah. Shocked.
1: And I think that might be applicable to any major U.S. sport. I don't think any home versions have done fully licensed for both those, for the league and the players uh, yeah. in any sport yet. So this was like. Like Jordan's in it. I was like, <laughs> <"What?"> <laughs> Right, yeah, they pictured Jordan. Yeah, it's fucking absolutely nuts. I thought I mean, the, the copy's good enough here. Do you want to read it, actually?
0: The only game in this league. So what will it be? Shooting hoops with a bunch of nobodies? Or playing with the baddest of the NBA's big boys? Get real. It's Lakers versus Celtics in the NBA playoffs every time. The only Sega Genesis game with real NBA teams. 1990s, 8 playoff contenders, plus the East and West All-Stars. The only one with real players. Jordan, Chambers, Robinson, Isaiah, the Mailman, Ewing, and 114 other household names for unbeatable 5-on-5 action, the only one with real signature moves too, the slams, jams, and three-pointers that made the stars famous, even real stats from the 1990 season, and a halftime sports show. In other words, action as big and as intense as basketball itself. Big sound, intense graphics, killer animation for one or two players. You think you could find this level of play anywhere else? Come on.
1: Get real. Which of those things does not belong there? I didn't even clock it when I was looking at the mag. The idea that they're naming Tom Chambers in there, I mean he was a good center for the for the Suns, sure. But Dude, they said Chambers, and I immediately was like, Cham- who the wait, fuck Chambers is who Yeah, yeah Tom, like, Tom, Tom Chambers? fucking Chambers, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. He does not belong. They put him right after Jordan, which is crazy. <laughs>
0: right. And why is Isaiah like why is it Isaiah? Why is it his first name? Like they switch it back and forth, Isaiah, yeah. and then the man. But that's man.
1: because, and that's he—he he was, I and mean, that's what they are. They're—they're they're showing, you know, it's—it's it's not like that's who they're known as, you know. Like they mentioned Clyde the Glide, the, the, and then on that, yeah, the next page, fa- the next page has some screenshots, and uh, there's four player blurbs here. I guess I'll read those too because they're kind of fun.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, yeah. Pretty fucking fun. So we have Jordan's air show. Find out what life what, find out what life's like above the rim. Bird in flight, nothing but net. Barkley's gorilla dunk. Charles is a real animal. And then Clyde's glide. Wham bam a tomahawk jam. And yeah, I actually forgot. Even reading those, I did not think about it, but I forgot that they had like fucking finishing moves you know like right each, each yeah. player had like a fucking the big stars had like special dunks they could do and shit and that is fucking awesome man that is so fucking cool dude
0: this tells me that my my rom was messed up where i just need to like try to play this again because i was playing it and it, i couldn't move i could only move diagonally and it was weird so i was like this can't be how the game is intended like it's gotta be broken <laughs> but i was still able to like pass the ball enough and like do signature dunks so yeah. i was like this is fun if I can like get this controls to work
1: like correctly like. Uh, I mean, they're, dude, I mean this you is know. freaking
0: impressive right now.
1: Oh, if you yeah, if you look at it from the that era perspective, like yeah. said, these games were fucking off the wall. But if like, you, give you, me this over yeah, and over again. Yeah, but they're slow. They're pretty slow in plotting now. They're not. They don't. Oh well, yeah. They don't. Yeah, yeah they don't feel good by any length anymore. Unfortunately, see, I had I got uh, <sighs> Bulls versus Blazers was the one I had. And yep. yeah, they're all the same same kind of deal. Just the playoff teams. They didn't have the whole league, I don't think. Even, I think they might have got. Yeah, they had Lakers versus Celtics, Bulls versus Lakers, and then Bulls versus Blazers. I don't know if they ever got to Bulls versus Suns or not. I don't think so. But if they did. Yeah, I didn't play it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, fucking, yeah, wild. It's fucking wild. I mean, and like, it's like impossible to. Even understand now these days, but this whole era, Jordan wasn't exactly. You said it. You're like Jordan's in this game. Like that's because it's that's the thing. Like Jordan wasn't in games. He was like his own special deal yeah. with with this far. Like he somehow got himself partitioned out of the the players' uh, fucking union or however the licensing process was for the players on the whole. Like he somehow got out of it because he was such a fucking big deal and. Yeah, I mean, he was just, yeah, that's that's the, fun, that's the funny thing about Jordan to think about. Like, he, I don't know if you remember it or not, but when he came back from baseball, his whole contract thing, doing the year-to-year deals he was doing with the Bulls that were like $30 million or it was like an insane number or something, and like, the fact that he was able to do it for just the one-year deal, and he had that much power was like, I remember, like, I can, I can picture the newspaper fucking article with that on the cover in Oberlin, Ohio. This is like the Oberlin newspaper with that, with that on the cover. You know what I mean? Like fucking just wild how big of a thing he was and how, like how much yeah, man. sway he had when he came back from baseball. Oh, that was wild. Yeah, but fucking, just really, really fucking cool game. And it, yeah, it had everything we were dreaming about for a basketball game of this era. Everything. The players, the fucking, the style of play, like substituting and fucking, it was just so, the stats, like all oh, so good, man. So, 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 so good. Okay. Yeah, I was actually wondering too whether because these weren't on the SNES; these were Genesis exclusives only. So I was wondering yeah. whether whether you had fucked with them or not, and they meant anything to you. So that's cool to hear what they did.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's again, like I definitely didn't play it. I played it over somebody's house or something enough
1: to be like, oh
0: wow, yeah, that was freaking good. You know. Yep.
1: Yep. 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 Coming attractions tells us of games that have already came next. So sort <laughs> <Sword> of Vermillion <laughs> and Buster Douglas Boxing and Genesis, Paperboy on SMS. So there's nothing new there, even though they're telling us about it as something coming down the pipe. On the inside cover, we have a DreamWorks full pager for a couple of games. One we've seen, Target Earth, and one we haven't, Fire Shark. The latter dropped in March, so it is fair game. And is a port of a vertically scrolling flying shooter with World War II biplane air combat theming. With a twist. It's like futuristic weaponry of all kinds. And I guess the pilots are supposed to be ghosts. (laughs) Which is mm. interesting, I guess. And the planes are actually... You know, I don't... Uh, like Especially World War II air shooters. Like, I don't really give a fuck about that. But the planes with the shark shit painted on the front of them, which is what they have in the ad here, is kind of on the cooler side of fighter planes from World War. You know, that is kind of cool. I remember having some weird little... Thing that I didn't even think to write down. It's just coming to me now as I say this out loud. But I remember having a. Do you remember those little styrofoam planes that you could get? They came in like a little wrapper, like a flat oh, 100%, wrapper. 100 percent. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah, and you like so took them animals. out. And I think they might have had. Did they have rubber band propellers or something? They. I think they could. You could like rubber band yeah. to like. Yeah. Launch them. Yep. Yeah. So, Other yeah. ones you just have to throw. Yep. And I remember having one that had one of those little shark things. shark designs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. So yeah. So. That was That's a cool little memory to have on top of. Like I said, I already kind of have an affinity for that. But uh, yeah, fire, I mean, it's it's also pretty good, pretty, pretty good. Like two things in a genre I don't usually like. The play area is wider than the one screen. So you can pan yeah. your view as you move to the screen's edge, which is good. I don't like being stuck to like an, uh, an invisible boundary. that's kind of a shitty way to play a flying smug, I think. So that's cool. And then you can hold the fire button to fire your base weapon repeatedly. But if you're willing to do the work of rapidly pressing the button, your fire rate is higher. So, like, mm. it gives you both options with a base controller, which is which is kind of cool. But still, like, it's kind of like we talked about with the Phileos. Like, a, a little bit of a decision to be made in how you want to attack, which is good. So, yeah, all the smup shit was good, in my view. Power-ups, controls, graphics, music, etc. So, um, you know, in, like, an unexpected pool of heat that's in this genre... Not the best we've seen, but if we hadn't had so much of that in this issue, this probably would get a little more of my love, you know what I mean? Yep. So, Same. Not, not at all bad. The back cover is reminding the reader you only get one more issue for free, so you better sign the fuck up for subscription if you don't want to miss out on all this propaganda. <laughs> they mentioned you'll get a free videotape of reviews, previews, tips, and a behind-the-scenes look at how games are made. You know, I tried to find this, but came up empty. But, 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 but I did find a 524 video playlist on YouTube titled Video Game VHS Tapes and Laser Discs. That it's all industrials and promos from the era, dude. So they're incredible, bro. They are like employee training videos. Like the, The first one I was watching was... It's titled Babbage's Nintendo Merchandising Setup 1997 Training Video and explains to Babbage's employees how to set up an N64 display. And there's, like, GoldenEye music playing in the background the whole time. And it's got just this, like, balding dude trying to set up these fucking stupid... <laughs> yeah, stupid-ass yeah, stupid display <laughs> things in a Babbage's store. which just that alone, nice. a Babbage's store alone. I don't know if you had those in your malls, but no. holy fuck. Babbage, yeah, Babbage's. <laughs> Babbage's, and what was the other one? Uh... Fuck, I'm fucking drawing a blank on it. Uh, that were at the mall. Ugh. Fuck, but there were there were those stores that were you know the in mall deals. Yeah, they didn't have standalone brick and mortar stores. They were all in mall. Um, uh, uh, whatever. So Location. like pre
0: like elec- pre electronic boutique type of thing.
1: Electronic boutique. That's the one I
0: was trying to think of. Yes,
1: okay. same thing as electronic. That's exact, my, damn. That's my yeah, exact. Yeah, exact same electronic. thing as EB. Yes, that was the other one I was trying to think of. Yes, exactly, exactly <laughs> like that. So yeah, uh, so yeah, there's, it's all just a ton of those, okay, they're not okay. all employee training videos. Some of them are like the videos that they might have mailed out to people to, you know, fucking promo. Oh, man, that, was,
0: that was the place to be. I had to go, and everyone, and we went to a mall. I was like, I gotta go there, mom and dad. I don't, you're, you're, I'll, I'll be over
1: here. Yep, yep. I'm at least gonna stop in for sure. Yeah, those, and then like the CD stores. I remember. Yeah, oh, for sure, yeah. I remember it was uh, like the the Camelots and stuff, and there was another one. I remember, this is a random-ass memory, but there was one that got towards the tail end of me being at an age that gave a fuck. About going to the mall, just because it was a way to get away from your parents that kids could go do, but you didn't have any money, so you couldn't. It's weird. It's it's weird. The kids like to do. You that. wanted to go look, but you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The buy. mall requires the whole purpose of the mall is to spend money, but you don't have any money, so you go to the mall and you try to find things to do at the mall that don't cost any money, which <laughs> so is a or weird. Or the kids cost minimal money for yeah, those fun. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So weird dynamic with with kids wanting to go to the mall, but they yeah these these CD stores got like a it was like a you had to like you got a card. I got an actual, so that was thing, was something to put in my wallet too. Very cool. <laughs> I'm a card for my wallet. I'm in. You got in. A membership. You're yeah, play yeah, player. exactly. I have it belong to something. I'm into that. And yeah, so it was a machine. You had the card and you could go in and, like, I don't even know. I can't remember the exact function, but like, it had all the, you know, fucking modern CDs that were coming out and shit. And I don't know if he was like, you make playlists or like, I don't know, you probably signed up for fucking something in the mail too because this was, I'm sure it was just like a way to get you on a marketing list of some kind, you know? But like, yeah, you could go in and like, you could fuck with the computer for a while and like, it would print stuff up and put it on your card and like, you got points for something that you could, I'm sure, use for discounts or some shit, who knows? But like, I just remember going to those stores and fucking with those endlessly because it was, yeah, something to engage in and, you know, I'm always looking for a mainframe even that even at that age. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, nice. so yeah. A pretty fucking fun memory that that sparked for me. But yeah, so it's a 524 videos like that on a playlist. So if you want to just get some weed gummies and sit down and burn a weekend, I think <laughs> I think that's probably a great way to do it if you're into weed gummies. <laughs>
0: Stage 1 theme from Whip Rush Bringing us into the nominations Once again
1: What'd be your first we're up? up. We My last. First up yeah, Alright
0: all right, all right. First up nomination Felios I've talked a lot about it It's a lot of character, beautiful graphics, sound Everything I'm Like, I'm into it Second, I have nominated this game twice already Just for funsies Because it's out here Alex, Kid, and Shinobi World a uh, third DJ boy.
1: Let's get on some roller skates and kick some ass, brother.
0: Let's go! Oh yeah. I
1: was I was kind of torn on it because like, DJ or I I, I want to like I stopped myself there. I was like that can't be the name of it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, DJ, right? right? Yeah, it's DJ boy. Uh, I I I thought about putting that on my list, but I did not.
0: But um, also, I need to call an audible and add a fourth. Because somehow I missed that it was like new, and in my mind I was like, "Wait a minute, Mickey Mouse." So, okay.
1: fair. I fair, do mention. Fair, fair. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, I also could not get down to three, or I did not. I did not have. I mean, I can do whatever I want uh, you know, <laughs> um, with, with my own Google Docs here, or my own fucking Word Docs. But I didn't. I, for some reason, chose to have five. So I have five on this Ooh. one, and so that, I have. That makes yeah, sense, though. Yeah, I have repeats here. Of, of, with yours, Phileos is on here, and then Casual Delusion, yes, for for Mickey. Uh, I also have Whip Rush, Junction, and Fire Shark. So. Wow.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Wow. DJ, the, DJ I, I did Boy not expect- is interesting to me though. Here,
1: here, like changing the, the functionality of being able to jump and like me missing that part of it makes me want to say that like I sh- didn't give it enough of a shake and maybe I should. Dude, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, how I'm far not did
0: lying you- to you. Like, I definitely jumped.
1: <laughs> how how far did you get into it? And this is not this is not questioning the ability to jump, I just how far did you get into it? Like how strong are you about playing it?
0: No, I, I died on the boss, and so that's that is the one thing that was frustrating was that it didn't feel like there were multiple continues. Like I had a
1: game over and start from the beginning. Well that's we talked about this before. If so. Sega's fucking weird about it, they you gotta like you probably gotta like hit on controller two, you probably have to hit some dumb sequence of buttons or something <laughs> like fucking, right. you know, they're weird about continues for some reason. So, and we're going to be safe scumming anyway. So
0: Yeah, man. C button is definitely jump. I just jumped again. <laughs>
1: okay. I don't know why the fuck I didn't, I didn't work. There. I don't have an explanation for that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well. Yeah, so, so it could be good
0: or it could be like, I, I don't know, but it, I was having fun until I died. So boss.
1: you didn't meet the first boss. I think, I think I also died in the first boss scared. It's like so it's it's, it's 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 so like I I'm curious as fuck but I'm scared that there's not enough that it's going to be janky. I'm really scared yeah, of that. It's definitely a risk. Yeah. I feel like but, a
0: lot of these could be a risk, but at least you know with like a shooter you kind of know what you're getting.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, like I a Castle Illusion is kind of a no-brainer, but that's also one we're going to see again for sure, you know. Um, and we just did Strider and Castle of Illusion is like it's like that's like a prestige a title platformer. you know it's well yeah, right. yeah also a platform but also a prestige title like we we know that's a golden uh fucking ticket to uh, a game episode so i kind of feel like maybe we should fucking we should uh we should dumpster dive a little bit more here and take a chance um and Philios is an overlap and i had a good time with that Hmm. <laughs> if you were to have to choose between Whip Rush and Fire Shark. Fire Shark was the one with the different directions, and Whip Rush was the one with.
0: Yeah. Whip Rush, I mean, yeah, I didn't like that the pod was small. I remember that.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't remember all of the different weaponry and whatnot about that.
1: You know, that's so- why we're saying that it was good, but it, w- it was not. There was nothing memorable about it. It was, it did, it hit all the notes and was fun while you're playing it. But yeah, I also can't tell you anything specific from it. Whereas Phileos, I can tell you a ton of specific stuff because it looks so distinct. And Fire Shark, same thing with that firing mechanic. It's so different that you, of course, remember that, you know, so. Yeah, that's prob- definitely a- different
0: things with Fire Shark. Where I was kind of like, okay, what is this going to be? And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm having fun. Let's go. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, Philios out of the shooters probably has the most character. And yeah, and I don't want with Junction. I don't want to push that too hard. That's a fucking puzzler. Uh, <laughs> what
0: do you think? What do you think?
1: I would, I would do Philios. I would do Philios. Let it be said, oh, Philios. It is okay. Fair. We will play a fucking flying schmup. Oh. Yes, sir. Uh, Let's go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fucking Genesis taking me into all sort of uncharted, uncharted territory and uncharted waters for me for fucking. Uh, Games it's I good normally, for you. It is good for me. Gr- growth is good. <laughs> growth is good. Emotionally, psychologically, gamingly, it's all good. Growth <laughs> mindset here. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what we like, encourage. Just like yeah, just like just like Sean McDermott. Growth mindset. Hopefully, hopefully I grow better than he does. Keep, <laughs> keep losing the playoffs, doing the same thing. Uh, okay, fucking hey. Let's play Philios next, and then after that. We are going to be getting into the October 1990 Game Pro issue 15. And you can subscribe to the pod on the platform provided whatever dumbest company that serves up your pottery. Please rate and leave positive shit for the pod on whatever platform you do listen to if you enjoy our nonsense. The website is nyehentertainment.com forward slash ISOH pod. You can email us directly at isohpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the pod and banter with us on the Facebook page, the Instagram, the subreddit. Talk shit to us about our gameplay videos on the YouTube. The links to the, all those will be in the show notes. We don't have a Patreon. But if feel like giving money to things podcasters tell you to and would like to do so at our direction. The Able Gamers Foundation creates custom gaming rigs for game with disabilities and that is cool as fuck ablegamers.org is where you can find them t-shirts are on the website they're dope and proceeds on those after pod expenses go to ablegamers Jay what are your socials? Gentleman JB without the
0: second E that's where you can find me let me know it's you come and let's play some age together
1: my Instagram is at my shift key is broke my Twitter is at Josh Fallen and you can find me on Oculus at my shift key is broke also also Okay, bye. Bye.